This is Coach Bradley, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. Tigers got the juice. Good evening, Mansfield. Nick Michaels on the call tonight between the Mansfield Senior High, T.Y. Tigers, the host team and the visiting team from Parma, Ohio. That would be Padua Franciscan. So Padua coming into this game at 8-2, and and the Tigers are 9-2 and for tonight's Division Three Region 10 quarterfinal action in the regionals between, once again, the Bruins and the Tigers. Hi, everyone. Nick Michaels on the call this evening. And joined in the booth with me this evening also is Mr. Aiden Chandler. Aiden, welcome aboard, my friend. Uh, it's cold outside, but it's nice and warm here in the press box, so I think we're pretty good for tonight. Yeah, last week I was on the sidelines taking some uh, pictures and videos for you. A lot cooler down there than it is up here. It feels nice. Um, you're playing football in November, so oh, yeah. good uh, good news there for the Tigers. Anytime you're playing football in November is a good sign. So uh, you got the number four seed Mansfield Senior Tigers at 9-2, and two, facing off against the number five seed Padua Franciscan at 8-2. and two. Yeah, and we're about 20 minutes away from kickoff tonight. You're listening to the pregame show on GoTigers.com. Thanks for joining us, Nick Michaels and Aiden Chandler. And let's talk about these uh, Bruins from Parma, Ohio, Padua Franciscan High School. We'll, we'll tell you how they got here. Well, they started off the year against Parma Heights Holy Name, and check on Holy Name because that could be uh, very important for next week, depending on if the Tigers can win. Holy Name plays Norton. And that is an intriguing matchup, Aiden, because Holy Name is a fantastic tournament team. Norton did not play well last week. They played a 16 seed and almost lost 28-21. So that could be a really intriguing matchup. Uh, but they did lose to Holy Name 20-0. Oroville, they, in week number two, 45-14, the Bruins took care of business. Then they have wins over Akron Firestone, Sandusky. They won one, two, three, four, five, six, seven in a row, Aiden, and then they lost. Their last uh, home game, or yeah, their last home game and regular season game to Cuyahoga Falls, Walsh, Jesuit, 38-0. Then last week they defeated, I'm drawing a blank, Cleveland Central Catholic by a final score of 34-14. The Tigers, as you know, are 8-2, and two, or 9-2, excuse me. They got that ninth win, Aiden, last week against Lexington Miniman. You were here for that game, 37-21, and that was a game, Aiden. Let's talk real quick about that one. Lexington came into this game with house money, and they knew that they had to make a splash. They forced four turnovers on Brock Hill. He threw three interceptions, one fumble. In order for the Tigers to win and to move move on in advance, he has to play a lot better and hold on to the ball. Turnovers killed him last week. Yeah, the coaches after the game in the huddle were not too happy with uh, how the Tigers played. Uh, they were able to get it done. As you said, Lexington was coming in hungry to get a victory after Mansfield. Um, Took it to the minimum, 23-14, to 14, and a thriller. You got to call that game. Yeah, I did. I did it exactly. Uh, that was a fantastic game, 23-14. But then in uh, the playoffs last week, when Brock wasn't playing well, that defense once again, Aiden, stepping up. This is a defense that has 22 interceptions on the year and leads the state of Ohio um, in, in, in interceptions. And I believe they're tied, actually, excuse me. But still, that's amazing. And when you have a young man, a sophomore like Jayante O'Brien, who has six interceptions, 
and they have so much youth in that secondary. That's their strongest part, and you have Amar Davis as a sophomore. Giante O'Brien, as I just mentioned, and a lot of people believe Giante O'Brien is going to be an all-Ohioan before it's all said and done. Keontes Bradley should be at least all-Northwest District. Just so many weapons in that secondary, and now you face a team that is run dominant tonight in Padua. A lot of people are comparing this Padua team, Aiden, to last week's Lexington Minutemen, a slightly upgraded version is what I was told. They don't really pass the ball very well, so I think for Padua it's big. They won the toss. They're going to they're gonna get the ball first, so I think it's big for them to drive down the field, Aiden, and score first because this is not a team that you want to be trailing early on in this game because then it could get out of hands with the Tigers. Yeah, uh, the Tigers' defense did a good job last week uh, stopping the run. I mean, Lexington came out early. Carson Berry got on the board there in the first quarter, ended up tying Lexington's scoring record in one season. Mm -hmm. But the Tigers made some adjustments and shut down the run. So um, should be a good one tonight. Hopefully the Tigers' defense is able to do what they did last week. Anytime your offense has a lot of turnovers, it's nice when the defense can pick you up and – even out the turnover battle. Yeah, I'm excited to see what happens tonight. Uh, the defense has to play well, obviously, as usual, but if they can avoid the turnovers, Aiden, as you mentioned before, then I think the senior high team, they can go places. I really do believe that. Yeah, I mean, scoring um, 30, 37 points last week with four turnovers is quite impressive. Yes. So if they can't eliminate the turnovers, I think this will be a good offensive game for Mansfield. We'll find out. We're going to take a break. When we come back, uh, Jake Furr joins me in the booth this evening, and we have a nice uh, segment with him, and we'll preview this game, see what Jake has to say of this matchup, and then we'll also talk about some of the other area matchups this weekend in high school football. You're listening to Tiger Football, the pregame show on GoTigers.com. VSBNRadio.com is your home for live scores, updated standings, and archived broadcasts in case you miss even one single second of the action. For exclusive content from the game, like us on Facebook at VSBN Radio. And while you're at it, follow us at VSBN Radio on Twitter and Instagram. Varsity Sports Broadcasting Network, your source for sports in North Central Ohio. Online at VSBNRadio.com. Hey, this is Nick Michaels. Check out my weekly podcast, Trash Talk, on vsbnradio.com, featuring area athletes and coaches, local sports updates, and more. Available now where you listen to your podcasts. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is a medical service providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality of care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, they're currently hiring EMTs and paramedics. To find out more, give them a call at 419-522-2020. RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents. Roby Foster Miller Eric, RFME, can trace its beginnings back to 1872. And as a group, their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. 
BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Aaron Wade, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Welcome back to the GoTigers.com pregame show, and I'm joined by a good friend from the Mansfield News Journal, Mr. Jake Furr. Jake, normally you are... Uh, pre-recording all of your uh, segments but this week you're here at the game so let's talk tigers and bruins yeah man uh it's been a, been a busy busy week with mm-hmm. a bunch of soccer a bunch of cross country a bunch of football stuff so just didn't have time to sit down and, and do a pre-recording but hey man we're here mm-hmm. we're here a little early yeah it's beautiful here at arlen field man it's gonna be an awesome night for football and I think it's going to be one of the better games in the state, to be honest with you. I think these two teams are pretty evenly matched. Yeah, I agree. Um, the biggest thing I've heard about this Padua team, though, they're big up front. Yeah. I mean, they are massive in the trenches. They can run the football. Passing isn't their strongest suit, but I tell you what, I have been hearing a lot of good things about their running back. Yeah, um, you know, when I was kind of looking at the stats, it feels like offensively for them, it feels a lot like Lexington. You know, they have a really yes. good running back. They have a good quarterback who can make some throws, but he's prone to make mistakes. Um, but the, and, and they have a big offensive line. Lexington had a pretty decent offensive line this year. I thought they, they grew a lot, but... Yeah, I mean, this offensively, that's a lot what they remind me of, but I think they're they're going to be better defensively. So that that's going to be the, the key difference there in this game. And, and I think, in my opinion, Jake, and let me know what you think, but if the Tigers can clean up those four turnovers from last week, they should be in pretty good shape tonight because I feel if they get out to a nice lead tonight, then that could really affect as the game goes on because this is a team in Padua that isn't necessarily the greatest at coming from behind. Right. Yeah, and, and you know, last week the Tigers put up, what, 37 points? I think it was the third highest of the entire year with four turnovers. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you look at that, they, they gave away four possessions and still put up 37 points. You know, if they don't make those turnovers, I think they can. They would probably score maybe two, three more times. So I think the offense is clicking pretty well. I think the offensive line is growing a lot. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's just, you know, it, it felt like, and you know, all four of those turnovers were on Brock Hill last mm-hmm. week. He had three three interceptions and a fumble. Yes. It felt like he tried to do a little bit too much. Yes. Um, so I hope this week I think they kind of reeled him in and said, hey, Brock, you're, you're going to make plays. I mean, you're good enough to make plays. You're going to make them. Don't even worry about trying to make them. You know, don't go out and try and do anything extra. And I think you'll be okay tonight, I believe. I think now that we're in the playoffs, though, Jake, and every round's going to get a little tougher, there are no room for errors. So hopefully Coach Bradley preached that all week. I know he did. But, I mean, if you were Coach Bradley, what's the biggest message this week you would tell the guys? Uh, clean game. I mean, that, that's the number one goal for, for tonight would be, would be just have the cleanest game of the year don't turn the ball over sure tackle make sure every play is made um you know and just don't try and do way too much if you're an individual um i mean there's going to be there's some great ball players out here tonight and i think if they just do their job they're going to come out of here with a win it's kind of you know it sounds simple and it kind of is simple football is a kind of a simple game you do your job you do what you're supposed to do and your team's going to going to reap the benefits from it right i mean we hear it all the time from bill belichick and yeah. it is simple yeah, yeah that's his phrase do your job um 
But and then if you look at this defense tonight, they're led by Makai Bradley. He just won the uh, Defensive Player of the Year in the OCC. Yeah. He's only a junior, Jake, and I mean he's coming back next year. They have so many guys. Yeah, they're losing Brock, but they have so many weapons that are coming back, and they have such a talented sophomore class. Just kind of talk about some of the guys coming back for the Tigers next yeah, year. Yeah, I mean you you meant you nailed it. Makai is man, he is a heck of a ball player. I we I put together the, all the all Northwest District nominations this week and uh, I'm going to push for him to be all Ohio he has 100, mm -hmm. 107 tackles had like 12 for a loss eight and a half sacks eight and a half kids the kid is just he's grown so much from last year I mean you look at him last year he look still look like a baby a little bit mm -hmm. as, a, as a sophomore this year he looks like a grown man I mean I don't know what happened to him over the summer but man he he looks just grown now <laughs> and I also think that someone forgot to tell Jayante O'Brien that he's a sophomore yeah that's they, ridiculous how many interceptions he has six what six picks now and he has two for for touchdowns, I mean, yeah, pick sixes, and, and he's another kid that I'm going to push for all Ohio. He's, he deserves he's, it. Yeah, I mean, you have six interceptions. I, I don't remember his tackle total. I think it's pretty high up there still. Um, but yeah, as a sophomore, he's grown so much throughout the year, and just he's he's benefited. I, I he, and he's he's a great great player, but I think he's benefited a lot from teams throwing away from Avion, Avion Gross. I mean, nobody wants to throw his way, so they're going to throw Giante's way, and he's taking advantage of it. Now they're they don't know who to throw to. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. It's going to be interesting tonight. Uh, real quick, your prediction before we go to break. Uh, I like I like the Tigers in this one by a couple touchdowns. Um, I think defensively they're going to be able to stop the run. Um, but it'll, it'll just depend on, depend on what happens offensively because they do have a pretty good defense. Um, but like you said, if, if they get ahead, uh, if the Tigers get ahead a little bit, they can put a lot of pressure, make them throw the football, and then that's exactly what the Tigers defense wants to do. Make people throw the football and they'll just send their ball hawks after it. Yeah, that secondary is ridiculous. It's not just Giante. They have so many weapons. Keontes, we forgot to yep. mention. Amar Davis. All those guys are coming back. 22, 22 interceptions. Maybe. I know, and they're I all coming back, maybe Jake. Maybe four of them. Four of those interceptions aren't coming back. Oh, you? my so, goodness. Yeah, that's, that's ridiculous. Awesome. That's awesome. That is. It is. We're going to take a break. When we come back, Jake's going to real quick uh, preview some of the other area matchups in the area this weekend. So just keep it right here. You're listening to the pregame show on VSPNRadio.com. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Avion Gross, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on gotigers.com. Back at Arlen Field, Nick Michaels along with Mr. Jake Furr from the Mansfield News Journal. Jake, we previewed in our last segment the senior high game tonight against Padua. But let's look at some of the other games, especially tonight. Uh, the Shelby Whippets have a really tough contest. They go up to Clyde, a team that came into their house two years ago, knocked them off, shocked the area, and ended up going all the way and winning a state championship. I mean, this is uh, this is a huge revenge game for the Shelby Whippets. Yeah, well, two years ago, I think they... they... I think Shelby actually had a first-half lead. I want to say it was two, three touchdown first-half lead, and then Clyde came back and kind of just erupted in the second half. Then, then last year, uh, you know, Lect or, um, 
Shelby got their revenge a little bit. So, you know, this is kind of a rubber match here to see who wins this three-game series. Uh, it should be a really good football game. Uh, Clyde has a really, really good defense. Um, but, you know, <laughs> that offense of Shelby, man, it's it's so tough to, to match. I, would, I wish we could see the Tigers and Shelby play because that's just strength against strength. Um, but the, the key for me in that game would be Shelby's defense. If they can stop, you know, the, the Clyde's two big playmakers. Yeah. They have a running back over 1,000. They have another one approaching 1,000. Their quarterback's pretty good. So the, if Shelby can get some stops, that's going to be key in that game. Who's your pick in that one? Man, I, I was rolling with Clyde in that game. I, I have Clyde winning that region. Um, I, I had Clyde and Bellevue in the, in the regional final, but uh, Bellevue kind of blew that one. Um, so I think it'll be it'll be Clyde, and then you go up to that top part, and uh, you know anybody's going to come out of that one. It's going to be tough. And then two more matchups I want to talk about. Then you can chime in if I miss something. But Lucas, let's talk about the Cubbies tomorrow night. They got a pretty tough contest at uh, Bob Wine, and last week some would say they didn't play quite the best game. I know that Coach Spitler wasn't happy. Yeah, first half, um, I think they just came out a little bit slow. They even I think they were even down in the third quarter a little bit. But then they just kind of got the ball rolling, woke up a little bit. Um, I, you know, Andrew. I think Andrew Smallen would come out and say that he didn't play his best game in that one. Um, and he's the type of kid who's gonna who's gonna take that personal and, and come out this week and and make sure that he's mistake free. Um, but you know, and Malvern, I, I was kind of doing some research on Malvern, and they they have 23 interceptions. So the Tigers have 22. They have 23. It's a school record. But Lucas doesn't really pass much. And so. That's that's the thing. Yeah, I mean the the. The strength of Malvern is going to be pass defense, but Lucas just doesn't throw the ball a whole lot. So. No, I think that Coach Spittler, we both know him pretty well. I think he's going to have his guys fired up because he, they they all know they did not play their last best game last week. I can't talk. And I think I, I see the Cubbies winning by two touchdowns. Tomorrow. I do too. I do too. I think they're going to come out with a, with a quick start in the first half to build a lead. Um, and they just kind of make stops from there defensively. They, they played well de defensively mm -hmm. last week. There was nothing wrong with that defense at all. Um, you know, and, and I, I just I feel like the Cubs are, you know, I look back two years ago when they made the state championship game, and they went into overtime with McDonald in the first mm -hmm. round. And McDonald actually went for two in the first overtime play, and if they would have got it, Cubbies would have been done. Yep. Um, so you, I think they needed that first round kind of wake-up call, and then they're going to just cruise from there. Hey, I agree. I think Lucas should be in good shape tomorrow night. Also tomorrow night, the game of the, the week, as far as I'm concerned, outside of the Tigers and the Bruins, would have to be Colonel Crawford and Crestview. Is that the game you're going to? Uh, I'll be at Lucas, actually. Okay. I got someone covering the, the Crestview game. Uh, the, kid, the kid from Fusiris uh, is going to be covering Crestview, okay, cool. Colonel Crawford. Um, but when I did, the, when I did their, their research on that a little bit, they have, between the two teams, they have three and a half miles worth of rushing yards. Mm-hmm between the two teams so uh, that game could be over an hour and 45 minutes the way they run the football and play defense uh, you know Crestview plays really good defense Colonel Crawford you know they, they play well but I, I'm giving the edge to, to Crestview just because they played a lot tougher competition really? uh, I think they've played I want to say all but two games this year have been against playoff teams so so that carry game's probably scaring you from picking the upset on the road. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, I think, you know, Colonel Crawford played that carry game and, and carry came out and took care of business in that one. So, you know, it's it's kind of tough to pick Colonel Crawford. Right now, but I don't know, if man. They, if they run the football the way they can, control the clock, anything can happen. 
I know, but you know what? They're playing on high for their coach, yeah. Ryan Teglovic, yeah. which we wish him the best. For sure. And I, I don't know. I just like I like this upset. I, I think the Eagles are going to win tomorrow. Night. It, that, it's really going to be very, very interesting. I think the key is going to be defensively who can stop the run. I, I mean, we talk about it all the time. How do you win football games? You stop the run and you run the football. Um, they're both going to be able to run the football. It's just who's going to be able to stop the run. And then any other games in the area you want to talk about this weekend? Uh, those are the only, only ones that I really concentrated on this week. Um, I looked a lot at those games. And, um, you know, first round of playoffs, you couldn't ask for anything better than these games right here. No, no, not not, not at all, actually. Um, I can't wait. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and take another break. And, Jake, actually, uh, I think the plan is later tonight you might jump on the broadcast with me. Yeah, if I get some good pictures in the first half, I'll, I'll throw the camera away and I'll jump up there with you. All right, sounds good. We look forward to having you later on the broadcast. We'll take another break. You're listening to the pregame show on VSPNRadio.com and GoTigers.com. RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents. Roby Foster Miller Eric, RFME, can trace its beginnings back to 1872. And as a group, their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. This is Sean Adams, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. Yes, indeed. Go Tigers tonight. Nick Michaels on the call, along with Mr. Aiden Chandler from Arlen Field. It is very cold out, Aiden. Tonight's kickoff temperature is 43 degrees. The Tiger band is on the field. Mr. Aiden Chandler is in the Jack Soliday press box with myself. Thanks for joining us this evening, ladies and gentlemen. Well, Aiden, what are your keys to the game tonight for the Tigers to beat Padua? Well, we talked about it a little earlier. I think the first thing, it definitely starts with uh, the turnovers. The offense has to limit the turnovers. Um, they, they'll put a lot of points on the board if they can do so. Another thing, Miles Bradley, he had a great game last week, seven catches, 178 yards, and three touchdowns. If he does similar to that, if he plays similar to that performance from last week, I think the Tigers will have a good shot tonight. And then again, the defense. If the defense can win the turnover battle, um, I like the Tigers tonight. You know, we talk a lot about, about that defense, but you just hit it right on the head. Here come the Tigers. They're running onto the field. And it's a little bit of a, uh, I would say it's a better crowd than last week. Ate. Not much. It's, it is pretty cold out here tonight. But uh, we can't control that. But what we can control is uh, the upcoming statistic that Miles Bradley leaves the team in receptions, and you just hit it on the head. 178 yards and three touchdowns. He was our BP Electric player of the game last week for a reason. He's just a game changer, and he can take a eight-yard screen and turn it into a 60-yard touchdown just like that, just due to his cutting abilities, Aiden. Yeah, I played against him in uh, middle school in basketball and uh, actually had to defend him a couple times. He's very athletic, so that gives him an edge um, in that side of things. Another player that really stood out last week kind of went – under the radar was Sean Putt. Um, mm -hmm. uh, besides the one PAT that was blocked, I mean, he had a big field goal in the fourth quarter to make it a two-possession game. Yep, he did. Uh, Sean Putt has been money this year for the Tigers. He's been a really nice uh, shining star. So many players have contributed. Another player, though, that is really no one talks about, especially offensively, is Amar Davis. Yeah, Amar Davis. I mean, I remember him last year as uh, he was a tiny little freshman, um, super speedy out there on the outside as a receiver, but he's a little taller this year, um, standing at five foot 11, weighing 175. Um, he's a threat on the outside. It's the, it's the power of Mansfield is their athleticism and those wide receivers. And 
Avion and Miles and Amar, just to name a few. I mean, it really gives them an advantage. It does. It does. There's so many weapons on this team, and can't wait as we're getting ready for kickoff. We're just moments away between Padua, Mansfield Senior, Week 12 of the high school football season, and it is Week 2 of the high school playoffs. The Division Three, Region 10 quarterfinals between the Tigers and the Bruins. The Bruins are in their white uniforms, black pants, white helmets with a black stripe down the middle. They have that Purdue black P on the side. And then the Tigers in their traditional road, or excuse me, home uniforms, orange all out with the Tiger Paul in the helmet. And we're underway. Sean Putt kicks things off. And a scramble for the ball. Bruins pick it up. And he's going to be just shy of the 30-yard line. So first and 10, Padua and the Bruin offense, Aiden. Yeah, I mean, the beauty of tonight is the records go away. Mansfield's 9-2 and record. Padua's 8-2 and record. It goes away. The only thing to focus about is the game in front of you. So... Yeah, exactly, and now they're, they're being led by sophomore quarterback Tyler Tusai for Coach Polo, Coach Mike Polisek, and they call him Coach Polo. So we'll call him Coach Polo as well. Yeah, the 6'4 sophomore weighing in at 210. Um, looks like one of the biggest guys out on the field tonight. So here we go, first and 10. For the Bruins, out of the shotgun is Tusai. Hands it off to the back, and he's going to run up the middle. And for a very short game, maybe one yard if that. Drive starting at the 29, and actually they'll give him two up to the 31-yard line. On the carry is number four, Marquise Hall. And Aiden, he's one of our impact players tonight to watch. Yeah, and look who's on, in on the stop. Right away, first play, Makai Bradley in on that one. So, The leading tackler who just won. Congratulations to Makai winning the OCC player, Defensive Player of the Year. So two sides out of the shotgun with a back on his right hip. Two receivers on the far, one on the near. Here's a snap, hands it off to the back. And that is number four, Marquise Hall on the near side. Tried to turn the corner, but Avion Gross is there to greet him, Aiden. Yeah, huge hit by Avion, but a nice solid lead block by Tony Taylor, the senior lineman for Padua. But Avion absolutely lit that man up. Yes, he did. A nice job. That's the reason, Aiden, why he is going to the University of Charlotte next season. So it is a third down coming up, third and two from the 37-yard line. Tusai out of the shotgun. He has Hall on his right hip. Here's the snap. Back to pass. Throws to the far side of the field. That's Hall, but four Tigers are there to greet him for a loss, and it's going to be fourth down. Number two, Miles Bradley in on the initial hit there. Causing a fourth down coming up for Padua. So two side trying to go with the screen game, and it kind of backfires. Senior high, nice defensive read there, Aiden, and able to force the punt. Yeah, that, that was uh, going nowhere. There was a bundle of Tigers ready to bring down Marquise Hall. So Greg Waysill, the punter for the – he is the senior punter for Coach Polo and the Bruins. Here's the snap. Just gets it off, almost blocked. And it's going to get a Bruins roll inside of the 30, inside of the 25, down to about the 24. So a solid punt with a good roll. First and 10 Tigers, their first offensive series coming up. Yeah, huge three and out there by the Tiger defense. Mm -hmm. And the uh, Tigers are going to look to get on the board here first. So Brock Hill had four turnovers last week, three interceptions and one fumble, trying to shake that off in his first ever playoff start. Did not get to play in the playoffs last year in the two games that the Tigers played. So now 
Trying to shake that off here. Pistol formation as we start things off. One receiver on the far, one on the near. The back behind him is Ricky Mills as now they'll break and look back at the sideline. Looks like they have quite a few tight ends in. Two tight end set. Here we go. Pistol snap. Hands it off to Ricky. Ricky up the middle. And has a little room. He's going to get a solid gain. They started it at the 25, and he's going to get up to about the 28-yard line for a three-yard run. That'll bring up second and seven. They got Miles. Miles is actually lined up at that tight end position on the left side. Second and seven. Tigers lined up right away, but then they kind of break here. Second and seven. 9.20 and counting, first quarter, no score, Tigers and Bruins. Receiver in motion from left to right, here's a snap. Now they'll pitch it for a jet sweep, trying to turn the corner. That's Amar Davis across the 30, and he is up to about the 35, and the Bruins able to stop his momentum, and it looks like they're going to mark him all the way up to the 36. And that's going to be enough for a Tiger first down, Aiden. And there's Amar Davis right out of the gun. Little uh, screen pass. Amar Davis does all the work for the first down. So a nice job. The jet sweep, at first it looked like Pata was, was going to get to him. And for some reason, though, it just happened. He uses athleticism, and he was able to make plays with his feet. First and ten Tigers. They're going to spot it at the 36-yard line. Hill out of the pistol again. One receiver on the far, one on the near. Mills is the back behind him. Still the two tight end set. Here's the snap. Back to pass. Thought about going deep, pump fakes, now rolls to the far side. He's going to run with it. He's across the 35 and dives for a very short gain up to about the 37-yard line. So second and nine coming up, Aiden. Yeah, nice block there by Amon Thomas to get. Uh, so Brock Hill was able to get some positive yards there. Second mm -hmm. and nine here. Um, looks like they're liking that two-receiver set so far tonight. Usually they really mix it up. So far, though, it's been the same set. Just the sing, single receiver on each side, as you mentioned, but they love to run four wide, five wide. They'll run anything. And they got Makai Bradley and Miles Bradley on both sides of the line running mm -hmm. tight end currently. Avion's lined up on the near side of the field. Mills is still the back. Here's the snap. Second and nine. Hands it off to Ricky. And the Bruins do a good job on that one to contain Ricky Mills for a one-yard gain. It's coming up will be third and eight. Yeah, that was a freshman, Devin Shaw-Mason, in on the stop there for Padua. So third and eight now. Tigers trying to convert their second first down of the game. Same formation, one receiver on the far, the two tight ends set, and then one on the near. The back behind Brock is still Ricky Mills. The ball is at the 38-yard line. And they're lined up on the far hash. Here's the snap. Brock back the pass. He's under pressure, and he's going to be sacked. Big loss there. And the Bruins stall the drive, and the Tigers will punt. Back-to-back -back tackles there for Mason. Um, that was a big third down for the Tigers, unable to convert. Bring up fourth and 14. So loss of six on the sack. And who was that again? That was number 24, Devin Shaw Mason, the freshman. Little guy, but I'll tell you what, he's quick. Yeah, back-to-back. Back-to-back -back tackles there for Mason. Brock Hill's going to punt and see who that is back for the Bruins. Here's the snap. Hill gets off the punt. It's a high one. Pretty good. Caught by a Bruin. Spins and brought down immediately. That was Benicio Roman. Yep. Lit up there by number 23 of the Tigers, Isaiah Darson. 
And Ishmael Cameron, the junior, also in on that hit. So Padua's offense is going to march back out on the field. 6.26 left in the first. Yep. Still no score. Nick Michaels, Aiden Chandler on the call from Arlen Field. Week number 12. Regional quarterfinal action. We'll see what the Bruins will do on in this set. They ran a couple different looks, and they're going to hand off to four. He's going to run a counter towards the far side, and that is Hall, the running back, for a short gain across the 30 up to about the 32. I uh, get used to seeing the lineman pull tonight as it looks like the uh, uh, the Franciscan Bears here are going to run a lot outside the guard. So. There's a gain of three there for Padua, bringing up second and seven. Tusai and the shotgun here. Three wide receivers left, lined up on the left side. Looks downfield, almost gets sacked, completes the pass there. That was number 10, Roderick Love on the catch. Yep. So one yard gain, so it's gonna set up a, what, a third and five, third and six coming up, third and five. So another third down for the Tiger defense, trying to force back-to-back -back three and outs. And nice tackle there by Leo Hess. He has had a really strong year for Coach Adams and Coach Bradley this year. Very underrated linebacker. Tiger fans are getting into it here early with the defense chant. It is a bigger crowd than last Friday. I would say, yeah, it's a little better. No rain. No rain. The bleachers aren't no. wet, so they came out no. this week. Here we go. Back to pass, going deep, wide open. Padua hits it, first and 10. Yeah, catching it inside of the 30-yard line of Mansfield Senior Territory. There's another freshman, Roderick Love. Yeah. Well, I talked to their defensive coordinator before the game, and he said that they're very young, but they have a ton of talent for the Bruins. Yeah, I mean, not many, it's, it's not usual to see freshmen on Friday nights in high school football, especially in the playoffs. So. Tyler Tusai going deep on the near side. A gamble and it paid off as it completely fooled the Tiger secondary on that one. I don't know if they'll ever get a shot like that again. <clears throat> so here we go. First and 10. They're going to mar mark it at the 31-yard line of Mansfield. Hands it off to Hall. Up the middle. Made a man miss. He's still running. He's across the 25. Brought down around the 20-yard line. So a solid run, and it's another first down for the Bruins. 11-yard run. Yeah, as we talked about in the pregame, uh, Padua is a very strong running team, and Hall is very athletic. So we'll see if the Tigers' defense can uh, win the battle in the trenches. And well, that, that's the one thing we've heard about Padua. They're big, and they are massive up front, and they're pretty good. Their offensive line is their strongest suit. So here we go, first and ten. Here's the snap. Hands it off. That's Hall. He runs towards the near side, tries to turn the corner, spins and brought down for a very short gain, Aiden, inside of the 20 at the 19. Yeah, so the... Gain of one. Yep, Padua Franciscan in the red zone. Second and nine coming up. Set up by that massive pass play there on third and five. That was Roderick Love on the reception from Tyler Tusai, so sophomore, quarter, sophomore quarterback to a freshman wide receiver. Yeah, it looks like a lot of the skill positions tonight for Padua are sophomores and freshmen. Yeah, they only have three seniors starting on the offensive side of the ball. Here's the snap, and it is second and nine. Fake run, going to throw to the tight end as they run a bootleg to the far side for a short gain. He's going to be brought down just shy of the 26-yard line, or yeah. excuse me, the 16. Freddie Borky on the catch there. Another sophomore standing at 6-1. Mm. 
A lot yeah. of youth. Yeah, we got. He's pretty big too. He's what six one, two hundred pounds. Yeah, big guy. Or sophomore. Yeah. So here we go. It is going to be off the short gain, third and six from the sixteen. This is a huge third down here early in the game for the Tigers. We'll see if they can hold them in the red zone here. Now they have a receiver split out, so one split out on the near, one on the far. Empty backfield set. Here's a snap. Two side, back to pass. Throws near side and overthrowed. Overthrowing the tight end, excuse me, incomplete. It's fourth down. Yeah, just beyond the reach of Freddie Borky. He got a hand on it, but was unable to pull it down. So big stop there for the Tigers. Fourth and six. We'll see what Padua elects to do here. I think uh, Padua's on the road. It's a playoff game. I hear they have a solid kicker, so I think they're going to go for the points, and it looks like they are. Yep, they got the block out. So this will be a 33-yard field goal. Fred Wasel on the kick. No, it's a fake. Going into the end zone, and oh, what a horrible oh. decision. Aiden, they didn't even have a guy open. There was about four Tigers in the end zone, and there was one Padua receiver. And Coach Polo trying, excuse me, Coach Polo trying to make a splash there on the fake field goal attempt. But uh, that kind of looked like the Steelers uh, last Sunday against the Browns. Yeah, that was a uh, low blow there. Number 22, Ryan King. Um, he's a defensive back, so the holder. Um, Came out of his squat and decided to throw that one. I, yeah, I don't know if that was designed by Coach Polo or not, but he's got to be upset if you just possibly take points off the board. We hear that uh, Greg Wasel is a fantastic kicker, very accurate. So, Regardless, though, the Tigers, first and 10, they'll take over from the 16-yard line. Pistol formation. Now they bring in a four-receiver set where they have two stacked up on uh, the far side and two on the near. Lala Owens, Elias Lala Owens into the game. He's a big playmaker for Coach Bradley. Brock's going deep on the far sideline, first and 10, and overthrows his man incomplete. As I was just talking about him, it was intended for Elias Lala Owens. Yeah, that was Evan mm. Brink Brickman on the coverage for Padua, just beyond the reach of Owens. If he hits him, though, Owens ran past to the cornerback, he would have scored. Yeah, I remember the uh, Ashland game. He had a... One heck of a game. Yes, he did. On both sides of the ball. Mm -hmm. Had the game-clinching interception. So here we go, second and ten. Out of the pistol again. And I believe that's Jameer Petty, the back now, behind Hill. One receiver on the far, three on the near. Petty moves from behind him to the left hip. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Petty. Goes up the middle and doesn't have anything. He's actually going to lose yardage. So it's going to be brought down around the 14. So loss of two. Third and 12. Yeah, bottled up instantly there. Caden uh, Asino in on the stop there for Padua. So we'll see what the Tigers elect to do so here on third and 12. The gamble on first down going deep now has set him up third and 12. See if they can get out of this hole. Again, one receiver spread out on the far, three on the near. Petty's the back behind him in the pistol for Brock Hill. Miles has one guy lined up over him, but the safety is deep. Third and 12 from the 14, low snap, back to pass, under pressure, and he's not going to escape. He is known for making plays with his feet on third down this season, but the Bruins are there to greet him, and he did get one yard back, so it's going to be fourth and 11, Aiden. Yeah, number two, Anthony Perry went into the backfield untouched and ended up 
well, it wasn't a sack, but tackled Brock Hill behind the stakes. <clears throat> so Brock Hill, not only the quarterback, also a very, very good punter. He's onto the field. I'm trying to see who's back on the 50-yard line. I think that's number 12 for the Bruins, Benicio Roman. And here's the snap, the punt. It's another high one. Roman catches it at the 50, has room to run. He's across the 40 and near sideline, turns the corner to the 30, pushed out of bounds inside of the 30-yard line to about the 28. And pushing out of bounds by Makai Bradley. Mm -hmm. And Padua's offense is going to take over here with some good field position. 51 seconds remain in a rapidly moving first quarter. No score. If you're just joining us, Padua had its last offensive possession, drove down the field aid in on a big pass play and weren't able to punch it in. They actually went for it on a fake field goal and kind of just threw it into the end zone, chucked it up. It was an ugly floater and instead of taking that field goal. I guarantee if they uh, get down in that situation again, they will not be doing that. They'll be no. taking the points. Yeah, you got to take the points in a playoff game on the road, absolutely. So here we go, Tusai out of the gun. Hall on his left hip. Here's the snap, hands it off to Hall. Nice little juke move up the middle, inside of the 20, and he is brought down around the 15-yard line of Mansfield Sr. Yeah, uh, Hall didn't really get touched there until he got tackled at the 15-yard uh, line. So Gain of 12, and it is a first down for the Padua Bruins. As Marquise Hall, the sophomore running back, has been pretty efficient tonight so far. First and 10 from the 15, here's the snap. Tusai hands it off to Hall. Hall running with a penalty marker is down. Short, short gain, maybe one yard, Aiden. That, sh that should be a hold. I believe that one's coming back. Yep. And it looks like that's what the ref is signaling. They actually missed a hold on the last drive, on the pass play, believe it or not, but they get him there. Tiger Faithful, we're happy to get that call. 27 seconds remain, first quarter, no score off the holding penalty. It's going to push it all the way back to, let's see where they spot this. It looks about just shy of the 30. Looks like the 29. 29-yard line of Mansfield Senior, so the Bruins have it at the 29. First and 24 for the Bruins. Is the quarterback, Tyler Tusai, looks back at the sideline. In situations like these, it's just about getting chunk yardages here on using all three plays to get the first down. One receiver on the near, three on the far. Here's a snap, back to pass under pressure, dumps it off to the back on the far side. That is Hall, and he gets a very short gain inside of the 30 to about the 27, so a two-yard gain off the dump off. Great job there by Ricky Mills and Leo Hess. Mm -hmm. Ricky Mills making the initial hit, Leo Hess bringing him down. That'll bring us to the end of the first quarter. Yep, with the score, Mansfield Senior 0, Padua 0. Don't go anywhere, folks. You're listening to Tiger Football on your radio home for Tiger Football. Go Tigers.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is a medical service providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality of care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, they're currently hiring EMTs and paramedics. To find out more, give them a call at 419-522-2020. This is Brock Hill, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Welcome back to Arlen Field. Nick Michaels and Aiden Chandler on the call. 
Yeah, that first quarter was an actual 17 minutes. That's mm. got to be one of the fastest quarters I've ever seen. Time of possession is almost even, about six minutes for the Bruins and five for the Tigers. So it is second and 22, that holding penalty really hurting the Bruins, Aiden. So for quarterback, Tyler Tusai. And running back Marquise Hall is on his right hip. I would not be surprised to see like an underneath route here or something um, to get about half of this half of this back, make it about third and 11. You know, though, they went deep on the last possession. Do they dare do it again against this secondary? They got lucky. They did. Broken coverage. I, I <clears throat> don't think the odds of that happening are going to be very likely. Second and 22. Here's the snap. Fake handoff, throws middle of the field. Incomplete, almost intercepted by the Tigers. And coverage was Amar Davis. Yeah, Amar had his hands Ooh. on that one, but it looks like the collision between him and the receiver is what kind of broke that one up. But we got a long third down coming up, third and 22. Now with that, yeah, as you mentioned, that sets up uh, the question for Coach Polo, what do you do on third and 22, Aiden? Do you just try to go underneath and get some yards and kick a field goal? I don't really know what their career long is for the kicker, but. Yeah, last time, I mean, they did go for it on fourth. <coughs> well, kind of went for it on fourth down. It was a fake, fake field goal, but that didn't seem to work out for him. So I don't know here. I guess you kind of get, I'd imagine, go for a shorter, shorter completion and just try and set up a shorter field goal. <coughs> we'll see what they do. It's third and 22 from the 27-yard line. Tusai out of the gun, receiver in motion from left to right. Fake jet sweep handoff. Looks, Tusai rolls to the left, trying to go deep, and he does. Into the end zone. It's intercepted by the Tigers. I think Amar Davis. It is Amar Davis on the interception. So a, a near miss on the last play, Aiden, and they didn't uh, learn. They didn't learn on that one. They, they tried to roll the dice, and, uh, you know, it came back to bite him, and Amar was there, and really he threw into triple coverage. So yeah. it wasn't the greatest decision to throw. There. Yeah, and it kind of a broken play there. A two side just rolled out to his left and didn't really have anything. I mean, he had Tigers in front of him, so he couldn't run, so he looked to make a miracle, and Amar Davis was there to uh, get an interception. Leading the state of Ohio in interceptions now with 23 on the year for the Tiger defense. So first and 10 Tigers, they take over. From the 20, Hill out of the pistol, three on the near side, one on the far, and Jameer Petty is still the back behind Brock. Yeah, no safeties deep here, so <laughs> wouldn't be surprised if someone broke free. And I think, yep, we'll see as they dump it off to the near side, and then was that Avion on the reception? It was. It was for a short gain on the near sideline, up, up to the 25-yard line, so it will be second and five. Zion Brown, the sophomore on the stop there for Padua. They went to a screen. The Tigers went to a screen there, got about five yards. So it'll be second and five. Three receivers spread out on the far side. One on the near. The man on the near is Miles Bradley. So watch that matchup with the corner there. Second and five. Pistol set, and it is still Petty behind Hill. And I think he's just waiting for that one-on-one -on -one matchup to Miles. Take a shot downfield. Sending an audible there for Miles. Here's the snap. Back to pass under pressure. Trying to extend the play, and he does. He's trying to find a man open down the field, and too many Bruins are there. There's three Bruins there to greet him. Yeah, and it looks like Brock Hill lost the, lost the yard there. Really a broken play. Yep, he did. Tried to change the route there with Miles and just didn't have enough time. Miles wasn't open. 10-38 and counting in a defensive war so far tonight at Arlen Field. Still no score. 
Nick Michaels, Aiden Chandler on the call. Third and six for the Tiger offense. Same formation as last play. Hill looks back at the sideline. Miles is still on the near side. Look for Miles to get outside here of mm -hmm. this corner for Paddle. They're spying the safety, though. They keep looking his way. They try to dump it off to Miles through the hands. Incomplete. A late hit. See if they throw the flag, and I don't think they will. I think they're going to say incidental contact. Yeah, just a bit high there for Miles. So it is fourth down. Bruins defense forces a punt. You know, we talked about, I mean, Mansfield's offense scored 37 points last week. Padua's got a good offense. They run the ball well, but we have no points here, and we're already two minutes into the second quarter. It's, what, did, what did you say the first quarter was, 17 minutes long? Yep. Like actual time? That's yep. crazy. It's got to be a record, at least for the Tigers this year. Here we go, fourth down. Snap. And the punt from the 24, high one. It's a pretty good one. Roman gets it, and two Tigers are there to greet him. One of them was Mr. Jayante O'Brien. Brings him down. They'll spot it around, what, the 38-yard line? Yeah, Carmelo Smith also in there on that hit for the Tigers. So first and 10 for the Bruins. They'll get their, what, their one, two, third possession. Yeah. So Hard to believe already. Yeah, and they they've they have ran the ball a lot tonight. So 9.59 to play in the second quarter. I almost said first quarter. Got a different running back in there now. Yeah, they do. Hall is out of the game. Let's see who that is. Can you, can you see who's 21. on his left hip? Okay, number 21, and that's going to be Caden Falk. That's how it's spelled, so that's how I'm going to say it. Yeah. Bayok is what uh, Mr. Bruce <laughs> Sliney. Close one there, Nick. <laughs> I know. Hey, you know, I'm just going by what this says, though. If you <laughs> um. So it's a short gain up to about the 40-yard line, second and eight. Two yards there. So Fayok on the uh, <laughs> on the carry. Leo Hess on the stop. Oh, man. Meet the Fayoks. I had to. I had to. Second oh, and eight. Fine. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Fayok again. He runs up the middle. For a short gain, and they're going to spot it on the 41-yard line, so a one-yard run, third and seven. Now they move it up to the 42, excuse me, third and six. It's like we got an injured uh, Padua player down on the field. So both teams will head to their sideline as the trainers attend to an injured bear. The winner of this game will advance on to the regional semifinals to take on the winner of Holy Name and Norton. And just checking that score right now, no score reported yet between Holy Name and Norton. So we'll keep an eye on that one for you. We'll also try to get to Shelby here in just a second, folks. For more scores, though, throughout the night, go to vsbmradio.com. We are your source for sports in North Central Ohio. Yeah, so whoever's playing the winner of that Holy Name game uh, that game is going to be a defensive battle if things keep going like they are tonight. Uh, I, w I got the opportunity to watch Holy Name play last year, and they played the Arrows at home. Um, Holy Name just plays football the right way. They do both things well, offense and defense. They limit their mistakes. So, Well, Aiden, if you remember two years ago, the Tigers actually played Holy Name in the second round of the playoffs at Worcester High School and actually defeated them soundly. I can't remember the score, but uh, they have matched up with them two years ago in their magical run to the, to the state championship game. Yeah, Holy Name always seems to be a powerhouse in D3 football. 
So number 63, uh, Isaiah Allen, will be helped off the field by two of his teammates. So here we go now. The Bruin offense runs onto the field. We actually do have a uh, scoring update. Uh, Columbian 6, West Holmes 0. That's in the first quarter. So the Tornadoes putting the Knights on upset watch. So we'll keep an eye on that one for you, folks. We've got three OCC teams in yes. play tonight. Worcester is also winning 7-0 against Dublin Scioto. And Shelby is up 7-0 on Clyde. Go Richland County. Yeah, I know. Do we root against West Holmes? That's the question. Here is third down. Two side. Throws far side. It's intercepted by the Tigers. Is that Giante? Giante O'Brien, his seventh interception on the year. Number seven picks oh, up number my seven. Goodness. This kid deserves to be an All-Ohioan. He does not play like a sophomore at all. The Tiger defense feeding, feasting, excuse me, once again this evening. Two turnovers. Now let's see. They have the ball in Bruin territory at the 40-yard line. A nice read there, though. Walk us through that play. Yeah, so uh, Padua's quarterback. Tusai. Uh, Tusai. Tusai looked downfield, and uh, O'Brien was just kind of hiding behind the receiver and jumped that route and ended up picking it off. Empty backfield set first and 10 for Brock Hill and the Tiger offense at the 40-yard line. Three, excuse me, four receivers spread out on a five-wide set on the near side and one on the far. Miles is on the far. Here's the snap, low snap, back to pass. Goes to Miles, it's caught, made a man miss on the far side. He's across the 35 and brought down and out of bounds inside of the 30-yard line, and that's a first and 10 for the Tigers. Yeah, gain of 11 there. Miles made the first man miss. Uh, almost a delay a game there on the offense, but they were able to get the playoff. Pick up 11 yards and get the first down. But that's what he does with his athleticism and his ability to cut and get away from the defender and extend the play. Absolutely. So same same formation, five wide, four on the near, one on the far, empty backfield for Hill. First and 10 from the 29 on the right hash. Here's the snap, back to pass again. Goes quick, middle of the field, incomplete, almost intercepted by the Bruins. Yeah, nearly picked off by Devin Shaw Mason. We've said his name a couple times tonight. Seems to be very athletic, especially for a freshman. 5'11", 165 linebacker for Coach Polo. Just wasn't quite tall enough to pick that one off. Mm -hmm. Right through his hands. Second and 10 from the 29. Again, with the five wide set. Avion's in the slot, on the, in the, in the, excuse me, in the first slot on the near side. Miles is on the far, here's the snap, back to pass. Hill goes deep. No, the field is caught. Is it? Or no, now it's in. I'm sorry. Now it is incomplete. I thought uh, Avion Gross made a diving catch, and he wasn't able to hold on to the ball. Yeah, it looks like Michael Harrell, the defensive back for Padua, just got his hands in on that one. It looked like Avion had it going to the ground, but number five must have just ripped it out. Third and ten from the 29. They've been very aggressive on this series coming off the Jayante O'Brien interception. As Hill looks back at the sideline. See what the linebackers do here for Paddle. Let's see if they bring pressure. Hill's got to hit a throw here. He's due. Four receivers on the near, one on the far. Here's the snap. Back to pass. Dumps it off to the far side. That's Miles. And he actually probably should have dropped that because it's going to be either no gain or a loss of one back to the 30. It looks like a loss of one. Yep. Fourth and 11 at the 30-yard line. 
Nothing open downfield, Eden. Good coverage by the Bruins. Yeah, the Tigers, maybe they'll pooch it here. Well, decision time for Coach Bradley. He's irate on the sidelines. He's not happy. When you get a turnover and you can only get 10 yards off that turnover, I would be very unhappy as well. Yeah, the they need to get something. I'm, I'm sorry, no, excuse me. They need to get something going offensively as well tonight. Yeah, and the Tigers have gotten two of them so far. So we'll see what they do here if Brock Hill decides to drop back and punt. Here we go. That looks like they're lined up to go for it here. Fourth and 11. Here's the snap. Hill back to pass. Has time. Now he's under pressure. Rolls towards the outside. Almost runs into a player. He's going to run. Made a man miss. He's across the 20. Has the first down. Pushed out of bounds on the far side. Inside of the 20-yard line. Yeah, and a big decision by Brock Hill there to tuck it and run it on fourth of 11. But he was able to make a man miss, and he picked up the first down. The Tigers are inside the red zone. And they're not only inside any red zone. They're inside of the Hills landscaping red zone for the first time tonight. As Brock Hill and company go to work. Tigers need some points here. As now they'll go quick, they'll line up quick, I should say. Two receivers on the near, two on the far. Back behind him is Ricky. And now he stops and looks back. Avion Gross is into the game at slot on the near side, and Miles is spread out on the near at the far point. <clears throat> Avion in motion from left to right. Here's the snap, back to pass. Goes to Miles, middle of the field, tries to spin. Can't get, uh, can't break that tackle. So he's brought down inside of the 10, down to about the eight-yard line. So second and two coming up, Aiden. And yeah. Miles, I'll tell you what, if he's able to make that last-second spin move, he would have scored. Yeah, it took three guys to bring him down. Uh, almost got away from the first guy, but he was able to hold on to him long enough I think for the, two other guys to get I think the game there. plan right now, when you're struggling offensively, get the ball to number two, let him use his athleticism. Absolutely. 178 yards last week. So. <laughs> and three scores. Yep. So Wild Tiger offense, Avion Gross in at quarterback. Here's the snap. He'll run up the middle, nothing going. Tries to check back towards the near side, and the Bruins did their film work, and they greet him for a no gain. No, no, they're going to give him first down. Progression, wow. He was, what, a yard and a half away, and I didn't think he got it. but He probably got lifted a yard spot. and a half off the ground, too. True. Yeah. A very nice spot by the officials. Pat we'll was, take it. Yeah, Pat was looking a little uh, chirpy tonight. Yeah, they don't look too happy about that spot. So it's first and goal now at the eight-yard line. And the still tiger. the Wild Tiger, thanks, Mr. Ben May, as Gross is going to hand it off to Jameer Petty. Petty tries to turn the corner on the far side, but four Bruins are there to greet him. Be careful, number two. That's almost uh, taunting. As he was celebrating like he was an NFL player. That's Anthony Perry, the senior. Yeah, I, lost was waiting, there. I was waiting for him to do the T.J. Watt celebration. Jeez. Second and goal from the 10. You just never see that on defense in high school. No. It's just kind of funny. Nope. So Hill back into the game. Here's the snap. Second down. Throws into the end zone. Tipped and almost caught, but incomplete. Miles Bradley had a chance. It was tipped. Couldn't get it on the first attempt. It made a diving effort in the back corner of the end zone on the near side. Incomplete. So it will be third and goal coming up. Yeah, that ball was tipped three times. It was tipped by Miles initially. Tipped by Padua's cornerback, Ryan King. And then Miles just uh, the ball just beyond the fingertips on the third try. So we got third, third and goal. Third and goal from the 10. Hill 
with a back on his left hip and Petty behind him, so Mills on the left. Here's the snap. Back to pass. Same play. Goes to the end zone to Miles. Incomplete. A great defensive effort by the cornerback to break up that pass, Aiden. It's fourth down. Ryan King again. He got tested twice and did a very nice job of breaking up the pass both times. So nice job by, did you say King? On yes. the deflection? So Ryan King with a fantastic play to force the field goal attempt. 27-yard field goal attempt for Mr. Sean. But Duke Reese to hold. 4.51 to play in the first half. So here we go, 27 yards. Movement up front and a little delay there. Duke actually called for the ball and there was movement on the, I believe that was the right guard. So it's a five yard penalty, moves it back, makes it a 32 yarder. So Sean Putt from 27 yards to 32 here. Mm -hmm. They'll spot it at the 15. Again, Duke Reese to hold. Can't afford any more errors. They need points, especially off that turnover. And looks like Bruins almost jumped. Here's the snap. The hold, the kick is up, and it is good. A little low line drive, but it is right down the middle. The Tigers are on the board. 4.45 to play in the second quarter. Makes it Mansfield Senior 3 and Padua Franciscan 0. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. This is Coach Bradley, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. Tigers got the juice. Yes, indeed, Tigers have the juice on the defensive side of the ball tonight. Two turnovers, if you're just joining us, Nick Michaels, Aiden Chandler, on the call from Arlen Field and the Division Three Region 10 quarterfinal action between Padua and Mansfield. Tigers lead 3-0 over the Bruins, Aiden. Yeah, Sean Putt's 10th field goal of the season. Gets the Tigers on the board first and gives the Tigers the lead here in the first half. Sean Putt on to kick off for the TY Tigers. And it's a little low onside. Wow, I don't know what happened. I think looks like the tight end kind of dove in front of the ball. And actually it was a brilliant play, Aiden, because instead of the ball drifting back, they're going to have fantastic field position on the far hash mark. So just across the 40-yard line. Yeah, just hit off of Sporky's hands. Is it Corky or Storky? Borky. There we go. Borky. Eh, whatever. We're having fun tonight. Borky, Storky, Corky, the three Stooges. 43-yard <laughs> line is where they'll officially spot it. And it didn't take long, but John Davis is fired up tonight. You can tell it's the playoffs. Here we go. And here's the handoff. There's Hall. Made a man miss. He's across midfield. Has a big run here on first down, all the way down into Tiger territory. Spotted at the 45-yard line. Yeah, big hole opened up there by the line and number 71, Mason Frank. 12-yard run for Marquise Hall, the sophomore. Yeah, we definitely talked about the uh, strength of Padua, and we're seeing it firsthand here. It took them a couple of series. They were trying to test the waters with the pass game a little bit, but now it looks like they've decided to establish the run here. Very big team up front. So now, as I mentioned that, they throw a backwards pass. 
the screen. So that's a six-yard loss back into Bruin territory, Aiden. And I don't know what to think on that one because he actually had to dive. If, if anything, he should have dropped that ball, right? No, it was a backward backwards pass. pass. Yeah. I'm sorry. That would have been a fumble. I'm sorry. It would yep. have been a fumble. My bad. I'm sorry. So I just don't I just don't get that play call there. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like they were trying to do a double pass, go downfield, but the throw was short, intended for number 10, Roderick Love. Well, they should stop passing the ball and just run it with number four. They have had success this evening, and that's what they're going to do here. Hand it off to Hall. Hall tries to turn the corner and does. Gets back into Tiger Torrey, back to the original line of scrimmage. To yeah. the 45-yard line of Mansfield. Very rare to, rare to see the ball ran on second and 17, but when you got a guy like Marquise Hall, you're able to do so. Third and 10 coming up here. Third and long. We'll see if Coach Adams brings the heat. It doesn't look like he's going to show too many. He's got Lala blitzing on the near side. But that's about it. And Makai Bradley. Tigers dropping back. Yep. Leo Hess both in the box here. Mm -hmm. It's been a quiet game for Makai. He has a couple of tackles, but just waiting for that big pop, that big sack play. Third and 10. Two side, back to pass. Under pressure. He's going to be sacked by Malachi Mays. Back into Bruin territory at the 49-yard line. And did I call? I called uh, uh, Makai, but Malachi gets the sack. Fourth and 16, six-yard sack. Yeah, big play for the senior. Mm. You called that one. That was huge. They needed that sack. Coach Adams brings the house, and it pays off. Forces the punt. So it looks like it's going to be the Tiger defense that carries the team tonight. Yeah, and they're not giving in to uh, big plays by the running game of Padua. They're doing a great job of getting back and uh, draw, driving them back, that is, on the next play. So here's the punt. High snap. Gets it off, but stop and play. Penalty marker is down. False start on Padua. So push them back five more yards back to the 44-yard line. Honestly, if I'm the Padua punter, I want that punt back because it was a high snap. Didn't yes, really, didn't really, had to had to rush to get that one off. So the senior Greg Wasel will punt it, and Miles Bradley is back deep, standing at the 32-yard line. So Wasel awaiting the snap. It is now fourth and 21 from the 44. High snap again, oh. and runs into the kicker, and oh. that was Makai Bradley. And we're hoping that it's only running into the kicker, not the personal foul. And they give him the personal foul, roughing the kicker. He just barely kind of bumped him. but mm. Yeah, I do not agree with that one there. No. Didn't even bring him to the ground. Nope. He just bumped him. Ugh. Well, tough break there. Yeah, so the... Uh, Tiger defense will go back out onto the field. Bring first down for the Bruins. So they'll spot it at the 41 now. So off the roughing the kicker penalty by the Tigers, first and 10 Bruins. Hopefully the defense can once again force a three and out and get off the field. Can't really give Makai a lot of crap, though. He has really carried the team defensively this year. He's been their star. One of them, I should say. First and 10, Tusai throws middle of the field to the tight end, Borky, complete down to the 35-yard line. Brought down by Avion Gross. Um, 
dove for his legs and brought him to the ground. Six yard gain, and it is second and four. Yeah, so Padua going to the pass, surprisingly. Two interceptions on the night, but I guess the coach is looking. Yep, two side, here's the snap, hands it off the hall. Runs up the middle, made a man miss, spins, and he is brought down, but he has a first down for Padua inside of the 30, down to the Mansfield Senior 26-yard line. Another huge hit for Avion, but Padua still right. picks up the first down. Yep, they got the first down regardless, big hit or not. So timeout Padua, we'll keep it here. Try to get some scores for you in just a second. Yeah, so we got about 112, 112 left here in the first half. Mansfield Senior leads three to zero. Here's a score for you though. Columbian 12, West Holmes zero in the second quarter. So that is a huge game to watch there and Columbian has a bunch of guys out, Aiden. They had what, about eight guys suspended. Uh, so due to some uh, extracurricular activities a couple of weeks ago. But uh, Shelby up 14 to seven over Clyde and Worcester is up 14 to zero up over Dublin Scioto. But wow, Columbian 12, West Holmes zero. It's surprising to see West Holmes with no points on the board with how powerful their offense is. I tell you what, that would be a massive upset if the Tornadoes were able to knock off West Holmes. We'll see, we'll keep an eye on that game for you. So here we go. Tusai out of the gun, empty backfield, dumps it off to the far side. That's Borky. Borky spins and dives towards the 20-yard line for a solid gain on first down. Solid uh, tackling here. The Tigers are going low. The coaches did mention that in the huddle after last game. Um, it felt like the defense was tackling too high, so it does look like they worked on that at practice this week. Yes, they did. Hall now back into the game on the right hip of... Tusai, here's the snap. Tusai rolls to the right side, throws it on the near corner, and is caught by number 10 of the Bruins. That is Roderick Love, the freshman, for a short gain, but it is very close for a first down, and he's going to be about a yard short, Eden. Yep, tackled by Miles Bradley, and Paddle is going to take another timeout here. With 34 seconds, and it's funny, I have to keep looking back at the clock. This game has moved so fast. What time is it? 7.46. So this half has lasted 44 minutes. That's unreal. 34 seconds remain. We'll keep it here. Well, the Tiger defense has forced two turnovers tonight, but unfortunately, the offense really hasn't had that spark. Aiden. Yeah, I mean, surprising, uh, surprisingly enough, we've the Tigers have gotten the ball in um, the Padua territory, but they haven't been really able to do anything, only right. getting a field goal. Well, they had it in the red zone, and... You know, unable to score and fantastic defensive effort to break up two Miles Bradley touchdown attempts too yeah. as well in that last possession. It is third and one here. They'll spot it at the 17-yard line. They're in the red zone. Two side. Here's the snap. Fake handoff. No, no, they do hand it off. Sorry, I thought it was a keeper. And Hall runs forward towards the near side and has a first down all the way down to the 11-yard line. And Paddle is going to take their third timeout here with 28 seconds left to go. Now I think you start oh, taking no. shots into the end zone. Never mind, they didn't take a timeout. They're going to go quick here. The Tigers do get the ball to start the second half. Tusai out of the gun. Here's the snap. Fake handoff. Throws into the end zone. Incomplete. Overthrew his man. And not even close there. That was intended for Borky. number 88. Yep. Borky. Just way above him. 
Got 13 seconds left here. Three to zero, Mansfield Senior. There, but the Bruins are knocking on the door. The ball's at the 11 yard line, second and 10. So the Tigers have an opportunity to hold, uh, hold them to a field goal here. Two side out of the gun, Hall on his left hip. Here's the snap, throws into the end zone, right side, contact, no call, incomplete. Yeah, I don't and know. And Avion gross in coverage. Yeah, I don't know if that was contact. I think that was more just an acting show done there by the Padua receiver. So it is now third and 10 from the 11-yard line with nine seconds remaining until halftime. And if they don't get this, are they going to go for the lead, or do you think they're going to go and try and tie the game? I'm not sure. Probably tie the game, but we'll see here. Third down, back to pass, under pressure. He's going to be sacked in the backfield. Big loss. Ricky, Ricky Mills. Mills on the sack. My main man runs right over to the coaching staff. Coach Bradley's fired up. They're all fired up, but there's triple zeros on the clock. And the time ran out, but did they get the timeout before the triple zeros? Looks like they're going to have four seconds, I think the ref showed. So Padua, they will grant them a timeout. The Tigers were starting to run off the field towards the locker room. And Coach Bradley trying to corral the troops here. Loss of 13 on the sack by Ricky Mills. See, now here's they're where the spotting, Oh, I'm sorry, Eden. You're I good. Was, I was just going to say they're spotting the ball at the 24-yard line. And here's where the decision-making comes up. It'll be a 41-yard attempt, but... Greg Wasel. That is a long field goal. We did mention he does have a strong leg. You know, though... Do they have do they have the cojones to go for a fake again? I don't think so. I think you kick it here, especially. And Coach Bradley's going to ice the kicker, and they, they never did to add any time on the clock. Still says triple zeros. Yeah, and after what happened last time down in the red zone when they did fake the field goal, I would be very surprised if they fake it here. Stay tuned for the halftime report brought to you by RFME. Looks like they put one second back on the clock, so that is enough for Padua to get a field goal off. We'll have stats for you along with scores from around the area, and we'll, we'll even probably preview tomorrow night's matchups as well if you're just joining us. Some big games in the area tomorrow night as well, not only tonight. Yeah, fourth and 23. I would be very surprised to see Padua try and go for this one. So Now they add four seconds on the clock. On to hold is Ryan King, who made the fantastic defensive effort in the end zone on the other end. He's going to hold for Greg Wasel, the senior. 41-yard attempt. And Coach Bradley calls another timeout. What game was that? I watched the college game a couple weeks ago where the, the coach called three timeouts in a row, All three used all three timeouts at the end of the game to ice the kicker, and it worked. I couldn't remember. but Yeah. Wassel there was actually clapping after Coach Bradley took that timeout. So. Yeah, mind games. Yeah, I guess he feels like it uh, won't affect him. We'll see here, though. It's a long field goal for a high school kicker. 41-yard field goal coming up for Greg Wasel, the senior, for Coach Polovic. It's been 49 minutes since the start of this one. 21st season at the helm. Yeah, it has. It's crazy how fast this game has moved. We've had a couple of games, though, this year that seemed like they were like three hours long. And I remember the Tiffin game was. That was pretty 
long. That's a long time to be sitting next to John Davis, too. 41-yard attempt. Here we go for number 41, lined up to kick it. And Ryan King to hold. Tigers showing for a block. Better be careful, though. Snap the hold, kick, and it's blocked Locked. by the Tigers! Picked up! He's across to the 40, to the 50, to the 40, he's to the 30, Malachi Mays to the 20, checks back into the end zone! He's gonna score! Touchdown, Tigers! Malachi Mays! Oh my goodness! And you can't let the block by Aaron Thornton go unnoticed. He, Malachi was getting chased. Aaron Thornton threw out a block for him. Mays was able to get into the end zone. Oh, my goodness. If your adrenaline isn't pumping, it is now, folks. And they're going crazy here at Arlen Field on the home side. Every Tiger fan <laughs> is on their oh. feet right now. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I bet Coach Adams is probably going to have a heart attack down there on the sideline. I bet he's fired up. Tiger fans are a lot happier now that time was put back on the clock. I know. They weren't too happy at first, but that play uh, paying off for the Tigers here. It's 9-0, Mansfield Senior pending Sean, point, Sean Putt's extra point. Snap the hold, kick is up, and it is beautiful down Main Street. The Tigers at halftime lead after a game-changing blocked field goal return for a touchdown by Malachi Mays. Chokey Bradley is going nuts on the field, trying to fire up his home faithful crowd. As he would say, one team, one city, one heartbeat. The Tigers lead 10-0 at the half. Stay tuned for the RFME Halftime Report. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. VSBNRadio.com is your home for live scores, updated standings, and archived broadcasts in case you miss even one single second of the action. For exclusive content from the game, like us on Facebook at VSBN Radio. And while you're at it, follow us at VSBN Radio on Twitter and Instagram. Varsity Sports Broadcasting Network, your source for sports in North Central Ohio. Online at vsbnradio.com. Hey, this is Nick Michaels. Check out my weekly podcast, Trash Talk, on vsbnradio.com, featuring area athletes and coaches, local sports updates, and more. Available now where you listen to your podcasts. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget, but the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419 419- 571-1699. That's 419-571-1699. Or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors. Working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is a medical service providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality of care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, they're currently hiring EMTs and paramedics. To find out more, give them a call at 419-522-2020. 
RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents. Roby Foster Miller Eric, RFME, can trace its beginnings back to 1872, and as a group, their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Coach Bradley, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Tigers got the juice. And what an electric ending to the first half that was. The blocked field goal by Malachi Mays. Taken to the house, and we currently sit at Mansfield 10, Padua Franciscan 0. I'm Aiden Chandler on for the VSPN Radio Halftime Show, and we'll take a look at the stats. Um, leading the way for Padua is Marquise Hall, and the running back, 69 yards on 10 carries. His long rush so far was 12. Um, Passing, Tyler Tusai, eight completions on 14 attempts, 51 yards, no touchdowns, two interceptions for a quarterback rating of 25.3. If you don't know much about the quarterback rating, I will just let you know that that is not a good quarterback rating. Uh, receiving for Padua, Roderick Love, three catches, 40 yards, long of 35. He didn't have that long strike to set up the Padua offense in the red zone, but they were unable to convert. Uh, Freddie Borky. Three catches, 15 yards. And for the Tigers, Brock Hill, five rushes, eight yards. One big first down that was on fourth and 11. Amar Davis, one carry, eight yards. Brock Hill is four for 10 for 24 yards. No touchdowns, no interceptions. Miles Bradley, three catches, 19 yards, uh, 6.3 average. Avion Gross, uh, one catch, five yards. So nothing really eye-popping statistically. Um, but... The Tigers are up 10 to nothing, and we got there by a Sean Putt 32-yard field goal with 4.45 left in the second quarter, and then Malachi Mays, a 66-yard return blocked field goal, huge block by uh, number six. That was Aaron Thornton. Um, Malachi Mays was running down the near sideline. Thornton... Uh, kind of dove into a Padua defender that was about to tackle Mays. Mays rushed into the end zone, sending this place uh, into a frenzy. It was going, Tiger, the Tiger fans were going crazy. Padua's ran 31 plays, Mansfield 21. Padua's seven first down, Mansfield only three. So, I mean, you look at those st statistical uh, categories, the plays and first downs, and you'd think Padua's winning, would be winning this game, but... The Tiger defense has uh, two interceptions on the night, um, which are which were big momentum stoppers. Uh, they weren't really able to convert on those interceptions. Um, but anyway, the Tigers did find a way to get on the board. 
Uh, Padua's 16 rushes, 43 yards. The Tigers, 11 rushes, 17 yards. Total yards, Padua 94. The Tigers, 41. Padua's got two turnovers. The Tigers, zero. And that was one of the keys of the game we talked about at the beginning was the turnover battle. Um, the Tigers limiting their turnovers and forcing um, a bunch of turnovers. Padua, two penalties, 15 yards. The Tigers, two penalties, 20 yards. Padua, one punt, 44 yards. The Tigers, three punts for an average of 38 yards. Um, time of possession, Mansfield's held the ball for 10 minutes and 43 seconds. Padua's held the ball for 13 minutes and 17 seconds. So we'll take a break. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. VSBNRadio.com is your home for live scores, updated standings, and archived broadcasts in case you miss even one single second of the action. For exclusive content from the game, like us on Facebook at VSBN Radio. And while you're at it, follow us at VSBN Radio on Twitter and Instagram. Varsity Sports Broadcasting Network, your source for sports in North Central Ohio. Online at VSBNRadio.com. Hey, this is Nick Michaels. Check out my weekly podcast, Trash Talk, on vsbnradio.com, featuring area athletes and coaches, local sports updates, and more. Available now where you listen to your podcasts. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is a medical service providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality of care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, they're currently hiring EMTs and paramedics. To find out more, give them a call at 419-522-2020. RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents. Roby Foster Miller Eric, RFME, can trace its beginnings back to 1872, and as a group, their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Aaron Wade, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Tiger fans, welcome back to Arlen Field, where the Tigers lead at halftime by a score of 10 to nothing over the Padua Franciscan. All righty, so we'll take a look at some scores. The Worcester Generals lead Dublin Scioto by a score of 14 to nothing in the second quarter. Port Clinton leads Keystone by a score of 17 to seven. The Shelby Whippets lead over the Clyde Flyers by a score of 14 to seven in the second quarter. The West Holmes Knights got on the board. They still trail the Columbian Tornadoes though by a score of 12 to seven. The Highland Fighting Scots trail Bloom Carroll by a score of seven to three. Big Walnut leads 
Canal Winchester by a score of 17 to seven. And the uh, game that all of us here at Arlen Field are paying attention to, the Holy Name Norton game. Holy Name leads that game by a score of seven to nothing at halftime. And uh, in some other action, the Edison Chargers, who had a big win over one seed Bellevue last week, trail Sandusky Perkins by a score of 14 to nothing. And Rocky River leads Buckeye by a score of 15 to nothing. So those are some of the scores in high school football action. And we'll take a look at the Cleveland Cavaliers. They currently trail um, 25 to 27 against the Toronto Raptors with 25.7 left in the first quarter. The Cavaliers off to a five and four start. Um, off to a lot better of a start than a lot of people had thought um, they currently, if the playoffs were to start today, I know it's early, they sit in the eighth spot in the Eastern Conference. So that one actually just wrapped up at the end of one. The Cavaliers trail the Raptors by a score of 28 to 29. Um, in other NBA action, the Nets trail the Pistons. The Nets super team trails the Pistons by a score of 37 to 39. The Spurs lead the Magic by a score of 49 to 36. The Wizards lead the Grizzlies by a score of 60 to 47. And the Milwaukee Bucks lead the New York Knicks by a score of 30 to 13. And in big news in NFL football today, Odell Beckham will be released by the Cleveland Browns. So a lot of mixed emotions by Browns fans. Some happy because of um, Odell's locker room actions and some upset just because of the talent that Odell brings to Cleveland. Um, it was a good experiment, I feel, uh, getting Odell, and they didn't really give up much, just a draft pick and Jabril Peppers for Odell. But the experiment didn't really work out for the Browns, so a lot of people think they will be a better team without Odell. Um, but that's the news for the Browns. They have a uh, game against the Bengals in Cincinnati this Sunday. So that'll the, the Browns will try and get back on track currently sit at four and four so we're going to take another break you're listening to the vsbn radio halftime show on gotigers.com vsbnradio.com is your home for live scores updated standings and archived broadcasts in case you miss even one single second of the action for exclusive content from the game like us on facebook at vsbn radio and while you're at it follow us at vsbn radio on twitter and instagram varsity sports broadcasting network your source for sports in north central ohio Online at vsbnradio.com. Hey, this is Nick Michaels. Check out my weekly podcast, Trash Talk, on vsbnradio.com, featuring area athletes and coaches, local sports updates, and more. Available now where you listen to your podcast. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is a medical service providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality of care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, they're currently hiring EMTs and paramedics. To find out more, give them a call at 419-522-2020. RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents, 
Roby Foster Miller Eric RFME can trace its beginnings back to 1872 and as a group their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Aaron Wade, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Welcome back to Arlen Field. Nick Michaels from the Jack Soliday Press Box in downtown Mansfield. A very cool 37 degrees this evening. Friday night football. And I'll tell you what, folks. My, uh, my, my blood pressure is starting to lower, and I'm starting to calm down after the fantastic uh, block, field, or, yeah, block field goal in return. And the block that we're hearing now unofficially is going to be credited to Keontes. No, no. Samir Phillips. We've changed it now. So we thought it was Keontes. Now they're saying the freshman, Samir Phillips, will be credited with the block, and then it was a – a scoop and score for Mr. Malachi Mays, the senior. And I'm so happy. I like Malachi. He's a very underrated player on this defense, has uh, several sacks this season. You know, his presence has been felt. A lot of people talk about, you know, Makai Bradley, Ricky Mills on the pass rush. But, you know, Malachi Mays is also a fantastic defender. And, you know, tonight I said earlier in the broadcast that the Tigers are probably going to have to score defensively. Well, they didn't score. They didn't score defensively, but they made a play on special teams. Now they're in a lead, 10 to zero. We're about four minutes away from kickoff, and uh, the Tiger bands on the field. They're dancing. They're having fun. Everyone here at Arlen Field. They're a little cold, but they're having fun this evening. We are too. Sean Putt is on the field. He is warming up, and the Tigers will be getting back to business here in just a few minutes. And as Aiden mentioned before, though, Marquise Hall having a fantastic game so far. He has 10 carries for 69 yards. 69 yards. Does not have a touchdown yet because the Tiger defense pitching a shutout. If you remember, though, back in week one, Holy Name, who is currently defeating Norton, at last report I think it was 7-0 or something. I, I, I don't know if the score has changed. 7-0. So the winner of that game will play the winner of this game. Well, Holy Name defeated Padua. I have I have that here, twenty-eight to zero in week one. So, Tigers trying to match a shutout. Then I guess if it would indeed be Holy Name, but they have to finish business here first. Offensively, though, they have to get something going. They haven't haven't been able to run the football at all. Brock Hill has five carries for eight yards. Uh, Amar Davis is one carry. So you need Ricky Mills and Jameer Petty to get going. There's nothing happening. Up the middle, though, so they're going to have to find a way to run some counters or some sweeps to get something going in the run game to help out Miles Bradley and uh, the receiving core. Avion has one reception for five yards, but Miles held to three receptions for 19 yards. And I'll tell you what, Ryan King is having a fantastic game defensively for the uh, Padua Bruins, the freshman. I almost said true freshman. The freshman for uh, Coach Polo and the Bruins. 
He broke up two touchdown passes tonight in the end zone against Miles Bradley. Not a lot of people can claim that they have done that this season. So he is uh, having a heck of a ball game. We're a couple of minutes away from kickoff, so we'll take one last break, then we'll have third quarter action. You're listening to the Halftime Report, brought to you by RFME on your radio home for Tiger football. GoTigers.com. VSBNRadio.com is your home for live scores, updated standings, and archived broadcasts in case you miss even one single second of the action. For exclusive content from the game, like us on Facebook at VSBN Radio. And while you're at it, follow us at VSBN Radio on Twitter and Instagram. Varsity Sports Broadcasting Network, your source for sports in North Central Ohio. Online at VSBNRadio.com. Hey, this is Nick Michaels. Check out my weekly podcast, Trash Talk, on VSBNRadio.com, featuring area athletes and coaches, local sports updates, and more. Available now where you listen to your podcasts. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget, but the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699 or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors, working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is a medical service providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality of care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, they're currently hiring EMTs and paramedics. To find out more, give them a call at 419-522-2020. RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents, Roby Foster Miller Eric, RFME, can trace its beginnings back to 1872, and as a group, their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Coach Bradley, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. Tigers got the juice. Yes, indeed, Tigers do have the juice after the end of the first half. What a phenomenal play 
They are now crediting freshman Samir Phillips with the block and the scoop and score for the return touchdown by Mr. Malachi Mays at the end of the half, making it 10 to zero. Mansfield Senior here at halftime in Arlen Field, Nick Michaels, Aiden Chandler. Well, Aiden, wow. That's all I can say about that last play. I mean, everything happened perfectly for the Tigers special teams. Yeah, I mean, those are the blocked field goals returned for a touchdown are so rare. And to see it at the end of a half even, I mean, to kind of run you through what had happened, Padua had completed a pass, and then uh, apparently they quickly called timeout, but the clock showed triple zero. So everyone here thought it was halftime. Some of the Tigers were running to the locker room, and the uh, refs got together and added four seconds back onto the clock. The Tiger fans were not happy that Padua was going to have a chance at getting some points, and... Uh, they're, they're certainly happy now that that time was added back on the clock because it was a blocked field goal return for a touchdown. Um, once again, shout out to uh, Aaron Thornton. I mean, huge block. I think, I mean, the only, not the only reason, but a huge reason in why that touchdown was scored um, allowed Mays to get into the end zone. So huge play, sent this place. Um, it, was, it was absolutely crazy, so electric. It was, and at the end of tonight's game, we will select the BP Electric Player of the Game and have the interview for you for our Player of the Game up on our social media platforms at VS Baron Radio on Instagram and Twitter, Varsity Sports Broadcasting Network on Facebook, and check out Mansfield VSBN, our Facebook page. Friend us if you would. And then also the interview will be on our YouTube page. Hit the subscribe button when you travel there, please. VSBN TV. So... So far, it's up for grabs, but I have to say, I, I normally don't give it to a player that makes one play, but uh, I have to say, Malachi Mays and Samir Phillips are right now tied for the lead in the player of the game race. Yeah, so far, that is certainly the biggest play of the game. Uh, we'll see what the second half entails as we're about ready to get underway. Bruins will tee it up, and uh, Greg Wasel is going to try to shake off that uh, tough blocked field goal, and he'll kick things off. And it's a high kick down the middle. Rolls into the arms of a Tiger at the 10-yard line. And running with it, trying to turn the corner on the far side and can't complete it, just gets past the 20. The 21-yard line is Deontay O'Brien on the return. So first and 10 Tigers. As remember, Padua elected to receive as they won the coin toss. And then that was when, uh, no, I'm sorry, it was their second possession where the fake field goal did not turn up and they left points off. Instead of taking the points, they did not get it. So here we go. Yeah, we talked about Sean Putt's field goal with 4.45 left <laughs> in the second quarter. Should have tied the game up, but it gave the Tigers the lead, and currently the Tigers maintain a 10 to nothing lead over Padua. So we'll start the ball at the far side hash mark. First and 10 for Brock Hill, an interesting formation here. They go five wide, but it's uh, four receivers bunched up together on the near side and one on the far. Empty backfield, here's the snap. Hill back to pass, under pressure. Now he rolls inside, and he is going to be brought down, and I think they all officially call it a sack, back to the 20-yard line, so a one-yard loss. Brought down by Brandon Wilson for a loss of one. Um, kind of tackled him by the helmet, but brought him down for a loss. Second and 11. Empty backfield again. This time they're going to spread out the wide receivers on the near side. Put one on the far, still five wide. Lamar Davis is the one on the far side. And he has one-on-one -on -one matchup. We'll keep an eye on that one. Here we go, second and 11. 
Hill, here's the snap. Back to pass. Looks, looks, fires near side. It's caught by Lala across the 30 and turns the corner as he goes upfield across the 35. First and 10, Mansfield Senior. Yeah, Owens got that ball, broke away, lowered his head kind of. Um, number 22 is Ryan King in on the hit there, but a first down for the Tigers. So Lala using his athleticism and his length to make a play and get the first down. So first and 10, four receivers spread out on the far, one on the near. Amar is on the near. Here's the snap, empty backfield. Hill throws middle of the field. It's Jonte, spins, turns, tries to turn the corner on the far side. What could have been a big gain actually is a very modest gain up to about the, are they going to call it 39-yard line? Gain of three. Yeah, worked hard for those two yards, ran, ran east to west. Uh, mm -hmm. for most of that play, but did get a positive gain. Avion Gross with a nice block there. Second and seven, ball spotted at the 40-yard line of Mansfield. Nick Michaels, Aiden Chandler on the call, Arlen Field. Four receivers spread out on the near side, one on the far. <clears throat> Jonte O'Brien's in the slot on the near side in the first slot position. Here's the snap. Hill's back to pass. Has time. Now he's under pressure. Rolls to the right side. He's going to run. 40, 45. He's across midfield. Made a man miss. 45. He's to the 40. And he's across the 35-yard line and pushed out of bounds on the far side. Big run for Brock Hill. Yeah, Brock Hill put Evan Brickman on his, uh, on his butt there. Little sidestep. Rushed up the sideline. 31-yard gain for Brock Hill. Tigers are driving. So Brock Hill... When in doubt, the Tigers needing a big play this year on second and third down. He is the king when it comes to making plays with his feet and improvising on broken plays. So 31-yard run by Brock Hill. Empty backfield set again. Four receivers spread out on the near, one on the far. Same setup as the last play. He's just so athletic, Brock Hill. You know, you just never know when he's going to take off, too. He sells it so well. Here's the snap. Back to pass. Hill fires. Middle of the field and into the arms of a defender for Padua. A misread there. He was trying to get it to Avion. Incomplete. I'm sorry, excuse me, Amar Davis. And he just underthrew it, intercepted by the Bruins. Yep, Dijon Telfair on the interception there. Just a little underthrown by Brock Hill. Um, a mistake there for Hill, but the uh, Padua is going to be deep. In their own territory here. They're going to spot this one where? Inside of the 10 the to about the 9-yard line. Yep. And they're set up on the far hash mark. So, again, offense not able to score any points. So, here we go. Off the Brock Hill interception. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Hall. Hall running from the far side towards the near. Gets to the middle of the field here in the tackle box for a short gain. Yeah, Hall's longest run of the night's only 12 yards for how much he has ran the ball. Um, he's not getting very many yards. 11 carries, 72 yards for Marquise Hall, the sophomore running back. He's on the right hip of Tusai. Uh, uh, Tyler Tusai. He can't talk. So sophomore running back, sophomore quarterback. One receiver spread out on the far, two on the near. Second and seven. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Hall. Hall spins for a very short gain, and he's going to be brought down around the 13-yard line. So one-yard gain. Leo Hess on the stop. Yeah, one-yard gain there. A lot of Tiger fans thought there was a hold there. Couldn't really see um, 
from our angle, but mm -hmm. Masomenos gain a one yard. <laughs> Masomenos. <laughs> it's third and six. They did try and go with the hard count there, so we'll see if they do that again here on third down. Tyler Tusai out of the gun. Marquise Hall on his left hip. One receiver on the far, two on the near. Here's a snap. Fake handoff, throws, incomplete, almost intercepted. I'll tell you what, Jayante O'Brien, if it was a little higher, he would have intercepted it, and he would have taken it to the house. Yeah, that pass was almost thrown to O'Brien. I mean, quarterback <laughs> Tusai led his intended receiver, Roderick Love, oh, a little man. too much. Almost his third interception. I'm going to make a bold statement. Next year, this kid's going to get D1 attention. I'm telling you right now. I know that's a bold statement, but the way that he drops into coverage impresses me. I'm telling you. Have yeah. you seen a sophomore play like that in the secondary? Very high football IQ. Yes. yes. Very smart. So it is fourth and six off the incompletion. Wayso will punt. Miles, Bradley, and Mar are standing at the Padua 40-yard line. Wayso gets it off. And waving for a fair catch and catching it. Almost lost it. Got it. Around midfield is Miles Bradley. Whew. Don't need another turnover. Yeah, that punt kind of had some backspin. So I know I, for a fact you and I wouldn't want to try to catch that one. No, I, I have uh, stone hands. That wouldn't have went well. So, But had no return there. 35-yard punt for the Bruins. And the Tigers offense will take over. Fantastic field position again. We'll see if they can capitalize. Brock Hill had a phenomenal run on the last drive, but just underthrew his receiver, Amar Davis, and resulted in an interception by the Bruins. So they get a do-over thanks to their defense. Pistol formation. It's Ricky behind Brock. Amar Davis is spread out on the near side and three on the far. It's Lala, Avion, and, and then who is that? That's Miles, Miles in yep. the slot. Yep. Here we go. Here's the snap. Hill back to pass under pressure. Throws. It's caught. A little dump off there. Ricky Mills in stride. Catches it. Turns the corner. He is close to a first down all the way down to the battle of 40-yard line. Yeah, Hill took a huge hit. <clears throat> Jesse Hayes of the Bruins was applying a lot of pressure there. And Hill's pass actually was just beyond the reach of number eight, Nick Reaney, for the Bruins and completed mm -hmm. to Mills. And... Uh, Big gain there Ricky, on first down. Ricky in stride, man. That was beautiful. Perfect, Perfect timing. timing. Yes, thank you. Yes. Perfect timing yes. there, too. Yes. Jinx, you owe me a Coke. <laughs> second and short. It's going to be second and two from the 40-yard line of Padua. Hill out of the pistol again. Mills behind him. Three on the near, one on the far. Here's the snap. Back to pass. Going deep. Far side. <laughs> Incomplete. A little overthrown. It was intended for Amar Davis. Kind of a... Breadbasket opportunity there, but Amar was only able to get one hand on it, unable to reel in the catch. Third and two. Catches that one there in the red zone. So third and two now. I'd be curious to see what offensive coordinator Jacob Owens draws up here on third and short. I'd like to see a quarterback draw. Brock Hill's done a good job with yeah. his legs tonight. So. We'll see. Either that or maybe a little screen pass again. Yeah, the, or uh, do you go to the workhorse, Mr. Reliable, Mr. Two? Yeah, the defender over Avion is six yards from five yards now from the line of scrimmage. Yep, pistol set again. Here's the snap. And quarterback keep as you called it, but the Bruins sniffed that one out. Bring him down for a big loss back to the 43-yard line. It is fourth down. So I imagine the Tigers will punt it here, uh, play the field position battle. Three-yard loss and there on the play. You would be right. It looks like the punt unit is running onto the field. 
I mean, the Tiger defense has played so well tonight. So, I mean, get, give your defense another opportunity to get a turnover. But you don't want them on the field too long. You know what I'm saying? You know, it comes to the point where it's still only 10 to 0. It is 10 to 0, Mitchell Sr., 7 13 and counting in the third quarter. So we'll see if Brock Hill can pin them deep. And here's the snap, the punt, gets a Tiger roll inside of the 20, inside of the 15, rolls inside of the 10, all the way down to about the 8-yard line, and finally rolls out of bounds close to the 7 on the near side. They'll spot it at the 8. That so. punt kind of came out as a line drive, but Giante O'Brien was right there in case it was going to roll down towards the end zone. Great punt there by Hill, pinning Paddle inside the 10-yard line. Not only can Brock uh, throw the football, he can also kick the ball pretty well. He is the backup place kicker, too, so if Sean Putt were ever to get injured last year, I believe, didn't it? Wasn't it against Worcester? He attempted a field goal, too. So, so here we go, 10-0. Mansfield Senior leads. They're playing defense, 6.56 to go in the third quarter, pinning the Bruins deep inside of their own 10-yard line. Here's the snap on first down. Marquise Hall gets the handoff. He turns the corner on the far side and gets a sizable gain. Across the 10 up, just shy of the 15-yard line to the 14. You know, anytime you can uh, hit a running back, uh, Avion Gross was able to hit uh, Hill there, or Hall there in the backfield, slow him up, give some other defenders a chance to get there and make a tackle. Second and four from the 14. Tusai, Tyler Tusai out of the gun, receiver in motion from left to right, pitches it on the sweep. And he's going to run, turn, tries to turn the corner on the near side, and good job by the defender, Avion Gross, to greet him on the near sideline. So it's going to be – no, they're going to give it to him. I thought it was going to be third and inches, but it is enough for a first down. So uh, Padua kind of mixing it up here. Um, they're throwing the ball a lot more than I expect them to. I don't think I like that spot. I really thought he was short, but – yeah, they got the ball at the 19. It did look like he was brought down at the 18. But mm. Oh, well. First and 10 from the 19. Tyler Tusai out of the shotgun. Hall on his left hip. Here's the snap. Hands it off. Runs a counter to the near side. It dives across the 20 and brought down around the 21-yard line. The two-yard run, second and eight, with 5.30 and counting in the third quarter. Mansfield Senior 10. Padua 0. Yeah, I've heard a lot of talks um, in the press box about holds, but I think there's only been one holding penalty mm -hmm. tonight. I haven't seen really any that are very obvious. I mean, they have, <laughs> they must have some real eagle eyes to see those because I haven't really been watching though either. So, Second and eight, here's the snap. Fake handoff, rolls to the left side, two side, throws through the hands, incomplete right at the marker. It was intended for Roderick Love, the freshman, incomplete. Yeah, I thought they were going to run a little dump mm. pass. They kind of had the uh, they should have tight end and Roderick Love running kind of parallel to one another. Um, had the tight end, but decided to go for the uh, longer pass. Borky had a couple of drops, though, in the second quarter, so there might be some trust issues there. Third and eight now, and this is uh, territory for Sean Adams to draw a blitz here. Ooh, almost. Malachi Mays with a little jump, but they don't call it. That was close. A little flinch there, but they weren't set yet. I expect either one or both Makai Bradley, Leo Hess to get in the backfield here. Tyler Tusai, third and eight. Here's the snap. Back to pass. Timeout. And stop and play, and uh, Coach Polo doesn't like the call. Calls a timeout with 5.02 remaining in the third quarter. Mansfield Senior 10 and Padua 0. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. 
Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. This is Coach Bradley, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. Tigers got the juice. Welcome back to Arlen Field. Nick Michaels, Aiden Chandler on the third quarter call between the Bruins and the Tigers. Playoff action, Division Three, Regional 10 quarterfinal. Third and eight at the 21-yard line of Padua. Here's the snap. Tyler Tusai under pressure. Throws middle of the field. He was hit as he was thrown. Incomplete. The Padua coaching staff is outraged. They want a flag. Their coaches are running onto the field screaming at the officials. And uh, there was a ball thrown to uh, Borky, the tight end. And I believe, who was that on coverage? Was that Miles and Avion? Avion. And Ricky Mills got in and delivered a huge hit to the quarterback. Mm -hmm. um, Ricky, man, he's having a great game too. This whole defense is just clicking right now. They're playing well. Perfect time to do it. Yes. They can just get the offense going, but fourth and eight now as the Tiger defense once again forces another punt. Got two guys back now, both Amar Davis and Miles Bradley. For Greg Wasel's punt, high snap. He's able to get it off. It's high, doesn't go too far, but gets a paddle roll into Tiger territory inside of the 40. Rolls dead, and they're shooing the ball across the 35-yard line, and it is downed at around the 34. So first and 10, Mansfield Sr. and the T.Y. Tigers. Look uh, look for the offense to get going here on this drive. Really nothing eye-popping statistically. Um, only 95 total yards of offense mm. So for the Tigers. So... Um, West Holmes has taken the lead over Tiffin Columbian 14 to 12 in the third quarter. Look for the uh, Tigers to get some yards offensively, get the pass game going. Here's Brock Hill. Holy name now leads Norton 14 to zero in the third quarter. First and 10 for Brock Hill and company. Here's the snap. Four receivers on the near. He's under pressure. He's going to be sacked for a big loss. Yeah, really nothing to do there. There were one, two, three, four, five mm. Padua defenders untouched in the backfield right away. I mean, just protect the football. Don't fumble it. That was uh, unfortunate. Uh, they brought the blitz on first down. They gambled, and it paid off for the Bruins defensively. Eight-yard loss there on that play. So that's going to mark the ball inside of the 30 down to the, what, the 28-yard line? So it is second and 17. Hill empty backfield set. Four receivers spread out on the near, one on the far. Here's a snap. Back to pass. Throw it, fires a screen to the far side. Amar Davis made a man miss, turns the corner, and he tries to get some yardage back, but he's actually going to lose some more. So the screen does not pay off. He's pushed out of bounds on the far sideline around the 25-yard line, so they lose three yards. Yeah, Michael Krim, uh, the tackle for the Tigers, on the left side has a tough assignment tonight. Um, Anthony Perry, the six-foot-three senior. Three forty-nine to play in the third quarter. Mansfield senior leads Padua ten to zero. Tigers have the ball. 
Third and 20 from their own 25-yard line. <laughs> I hope you folks didn't hear John Davis. Here's the snap, third and 20. Hill under pressure, broken play. He's going to run with it. No, now he throws it the last second. It's caught across the 30. 35, made a man miss. Spinning is number two, Miles Bradley. He's not going to get the first down. Gets all the yardage back, though. So he's across the 35 to about the 37-yard line. Gain of 11. It's going to be fourth and eight. Yeah, um, good gain of 12. Uh, good play there for the Tigers to at least make this uh, the field a little bit shorter here. So Brock Hill's back deep again to punt. And they have a Bruin as well standing at his own 30-yard line. Working the clock a little bit here. Here we go. And almost got blocked. Hill gets it off. Has a senior high roll right into the arms of a Bruin. That's number three. And he's going to be brought down inside of the 20-yard line. So not much of a running running lane at all for the Bruins. Yeah, Marcus Harrell Jr. I don't know why he picked that one up. That was kind of risky. Back to the defenders. Couldn't really see what was going to come and hit him, but he got swallowed up by the Tigers there. I think he did that because it had quite the spin on the ball that it's going to roll at least inside of the 10, if not to the 5-3 yard line. Yeah, and as he, he as he uh, was heading towards the ground, it almost looked like he started to lose the ball, but he got it back, fell right on top of the it. The way so. that they're playing offensively and the way that the Tigers are playing defensively, I think that was a smart move, though, because you don't want to pin him back deep Yep. and possibly get a safety. So first and 10 from the 17-yard line of Padua. Tusai hands it off on the jet sweep, turning the corner towards the far side. That is number 10, Roderick Love, the freshman, for a very short gain. And he doesn't even get to the 20. He gets to the 19, two-yard gain. Yeah, I mean, Paddle has been doing kind of the same thing we were talking about the Tigers. They're running east to west, not, not really getting up uh, north and south. So they're running a lot, but they're not getting many yards. Passing the ball, Tyler Tusai is 10 and 19 for 58 yards, two interceptions. Second and eight from the 19. Here's the snap. Under center, hands it off to the back. That's Hall. Hall runs up the middle, gets a solid gain on second down. Across the 20, up to about the 23-yard line. So gain of four for Marquise Hall, the sophomore. Third and four coming up. Had nine blockers there and only picked up four yards. So third and four coming up. Under two minutes to play in the third quarter. Mansfield Sr. still leads Padua 10-0. to zero. This game is flying. It is you got to love that. I'm not complaining. It's not even 9 o'clock yet. We're almost to the fourth quarter. Of course, I say that, and the fourth will stretch on. So here we go. Empty backfield set for Tusai. Third and uh, four is what we're going to call it from the 23. Here's the snap. Back to pass. Under pressure. He's going to be set in the backfield. Lala Owens. Forces the punt, and he came out of nowhere. That looked like Troy Polamalu coming off the edge there, Aiden. On yeah, the just side. absolutely untouched. I mean, mm. just straight into the quarterback, drove him to the ground, fourth down coming up. Wow. That was a big hit. Yeah, that was. I mean, I felt that in the press box. That kind of made me cringe. I think that was the coaches up there getting excited. Yeah. I don't know, man. That was awesome. This Tiger defense, you know, they're pretty legit. Defense wins championships. Yes, they do. Their defense got them to the state championship game two years ago. Here's a high punt, not very far by Wayso, and just dies right inside of the 45-yard line. It's not a good punt. 
Tigers are going to have it at Padua's 44-yard line. Yeah, that ball actually hit uh, a Bruin on the way down. Number five, Michael Harrell. But that still is not the worst punt I have seen all season. I think it was Norwalk. I think John will correct me if I'm wrong. I think we saw a seven-yard punt when the truckers came here in week one. So, you know, that's still an upgrade. Trust me. I don't even think you could punt at seven yards, Nick. Uh, maybe six. I think I'm respectable at six. All right. Corey Durbin, though, I was going to say maybe he would, it would go backwards with him. I don't think he has the leg. Here we go. First and ten out of the pistol for the Tigers. Two receivers stacked on the near side. Two stacked on the far. The back behind Brock is going to be Jameer Petty. First and ten from the 44, Padua. Here's the snap under pressure. Hill going to be brought down for a sack. So teams trading sacks back and forth in the second half here. That's number 24 for the Bruins on the sack. Devin, Devin Shaw, Shaw Mason, the freshman. So many freshmen. Yeah. And 23 seconds. And, yeah, the Tigers can let this run out. And they probably should. And I think they will. As Hill is starting to slowly walk towards the sideline. Coach Bradley, is <laughs> he's trying not to have a nervous breakdown on the sideline here, and that will be the final play of the third quarter. We have second and 15 at midfield coming up for the Tigers. After the break, after three, it is Mansfield Senior 10, Padua 0. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Winter is just around the corner, and pretty soon the snow will be falling. Thankfully, Hills Landscaping can take care of your snow removal needs. Call 419-689-4346. They also specialize in leaf removal, flower beds, and more. Veteran-owned and operated. Again, that's Hills Landscaping, 419-689-4346. This is Brock Hill, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Nick Michaels back from Arlen Field for the start of the fourth quarter between Mansfield Sr. and the Padua Bruins. The winner of this game will advance to the regional semifinal next Friday night at 7 p.m. in a location to be determined, facing the winner of Parma Heights Holy Name and Norton. So at last report, it was 14-0 Holy Name, so we'll get a score for you in just a second. It is now Holy Name up 21 to nothing. So they're in control right now. The number, the, the, the number one seed, Norton, trailing. Second and 16 here at Arlen Field. Screen pass coming to the near side. That's Avion. Avion, stiff arms, made a man miss. Big stiff arm across midfield. Spins, turns the corner, pushed out of bounds, shy of the 40. I think they're going to spot it around the 43-yard line. Yeah, Avion had absolutely nothing there. I mean, it was him. 1v1 against uh, number five, Michael Harrell. Kind of used his athleticism and strength, pushed him to the ground. Harrell ran into one of his own defenders. Big gain there for Avion. And Clyde leads Shelby by a score of 21 to 14. West Holmes leads Columbian by a score of 14 to 12 in the third quarter. That's a tight game there. Back here, it's third and nine from the 43-yard line. Here's the snap, low snap, Hill under pressure, rolls towards the outside, towards the far side, sorry. Throws it as he is diving, incomplete. And that defensive coach is going nuts on the far side. He wants intentional grounding. This coaching staff is making me laugh tonight for 
Padua. Yeah, I don't know what he's complaining about. There was a tiger. There was a tiger yeah. receiver in the there area. There was a man in the area. Who was it? Was that Amar? Yes. So it is fourth and nine. Nice acting job by the Padua coaching staff, though, on the far side. Four uh, with 11:42 to play in this one. Tigers up 10 to zero. They're going to punt the ball back to Padua. Clearly not good enough. That's why he's acting in Ohio and not Hollywood. There you go. Worcester leads Dublin Sciota 14 to seven. Here we go. Brock Hill's punt just gets it off. And gets a Tiger roll inside of the 15, inside of the 10. Keeps on rolling. Proud six. Mary all the way down to about the six-yard line. And did he touch it at the seven or the six? Yeah, six-yard line. So first and 10, and they have pinned the they seven. have they have pinned the Bruins deep. Again. Brock Hill's doing a great job punting the football tonight. Padua has blitzed several times tonight on first down. You think Coach Adams is going to try that now when you pin him deep? I would. I would. Why not? I Trust the athleticism of your corners and safeties oh. and see what uh, Makai Bradley and Leo Hess can do. Well, it looks like that uh, Elias Owens is going to come blitzing on. Nope. No, he, now he drops back. Here we go. First and ten. Hands it off to the running back. As Marquise. We have a fumble. Did the Tigers, Tigers get it? Got they it. do. Fumble recovery just over the five-yard line. Malachi Mays. Malachi Mays on the recovery. Forced by Leo Hess, and I think Malachi Mays is now the front runner for the BP Electric player of the game. He's having a great game tonight. The Tigers are now first and goal from the six-yard line. That was just what the Tigers needed there. Nothing huh. really going offensively for him. The, defenses, mm. the defense forces, yet again, another turnover. This this defense, I don't know if I've seen a high school defense play this well in a long time. I don't know if I've ever seen it, actually, to be honest with you, Aiden. Force a lot of turnovers. You see it in the NFL and college all the time, but not in high school. Well, it starts with athleticism. Yes. The Tigers certainly have a lot of athleticism. First and goal, and now the Tigers for the second time tonight are in the Hills landscaping red zone. As Brock Hills under center, power eye formation. Here's the snap, hands it off to the tailback. Ricky, Ricky up the middle, not too much going there. Gain of one Short there. gain of one. Down to about the, well, they spotted it at the seven, not the six. So down to the six. Yeah, still kind of, they're kind of tussling, Padua and the Tigers. Um, second and goal from the six. Ricky Mills just came off the ground. Just shake it off. Looks like they're going to continue with yep. the three running backs. Power eye. Here's the snap. Now he's going to throw it into the end zone. Overthrows Miles Bradley incomplete. Miles couldn't quite hustle over to the corner near end zone. That's Ryan King over him. The Padua defensive coordinator really likes that matchup. Miles Bradley's been on King Island tonight. <laughs> he's having a great game. you got to respect it. This young man, Ryan King, is he only a freshman or a sophomore? He's a senior. So, okay. That makes sense. So here we go. It is third and goal from the six-yard line. Tigers now. They're going to line up with that two-pistol formation back. Mills on the left hip and Petty behind him. Here's the snap. Throws into the end zone. Incomplete. That pass by Hill was perfectly placed. Nowhere else you could have thrown that really to get a, a completion intended for Avion Gross there. Broken up by number 13. Dejan Telfair. Ball's at the six, and you know, Choke, I think you got to go for the field goal here. And they do. Smart decision by Coach Bradley as Sean Putt trots onto the field. 
The way that Padua's defense is playing, this is the right call. Yeah, so John, Davis, John Davis just uh, said you might want to take a delay game here. Run the clock down. 20-yard field goal is going to be the call here. Now it's 23 by Mr. J.D. Duke Reese to hold. They spot it. And here's high snap. Here's the kick is up, left. and it's no good. Sails to the left. And I tell you what, two Bruins were there. They almost blocked that one, Aiden. Yeah, I'm surprised that one didn't get blocked. Probably threw putt off a little bit. But still, Paddle is going to be deep in their own territory here. But the Tigers didn't get much rest there. The That's defense. Just, you know, again, the Tigers tonight, 0 for 2 in the red zone as far as scoring touchdowns. And uh, it's just been a rough night offensively. You can credit, though, Padua's got a fantastic defense. Oh, absolutely. Their defensive line. Uh, Massive. They're huge. I think they only have one guy on their defensive line the, under six feet tall. The so. Tigers are up two possessions, and they are not winning the battle in the trenches tonight. That tells you how well this defense has played for the Tigers. This offensive line for Padua, you got to give them props. They're playing well. So here we go. Tusai out of the gun with Hall on his right hip. Here's a snap back to pass under pressure. Rolls to the right, and he's going to fire downfield. Open man, and he hits him to the 40, to the 30, to the 20. He's to the 10 and brought out of bounds on the far side, just shy of the goal line, inside of the five, to the two-yard line. Marcus Harold Jr. on the catch there. I kind of, I don't know, that quarterback got close to the line of scrimmage on that pass. But remember, the whole body, if Correct. one if one part of the body is behind still behind, it is a legal pass. Correct. I learned that in the Ashland Senior High game earlier this year. So that ball will be spotted at the two-yard line. 78-yard pass there by the Bruins. So two big pass plays tonight for the Bruins. The first time it set them up for points if they couldn't punch it in. We'll see what they can do here. Here's the snap. Direct snap for Hall. Marquise Hall runs into the end zone for a Padua touchdown of two yards. And just like that, the Bruins make it a ball game. 10-17 to play in the fourth quarter. It is now Mansfield Senior 10, Padua 6. Yeah, the Bruins were in the Wildcat there, and uh, Marquise Hall went into the end zone untouched. So, Wow, what a turn of events the last four or five plays, actually, to be said. You know, Tigers getting a turnover, can't punch it in, missed field goal. And then a huge pass play to set up the touchdown run by Marquise Hall. The direct snap. Snap the hole. The kick is up on the PAT, and it is good. 10-17 to play in the ballgame. Makes it Mansfield Senior 10, Padua 7. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents. Roby Foster Miller Eric, RFME, can trace its beginnings back to 1872. And as a group, their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. This is Sean Adams, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. Welcome back to Arlen Field. Nick Michaels, Eden Chandler on the call. It's fourth quarter. It's crunch time. 10-17 to play. Coming off the touchdown by the Padua Bruins, making it Mansell Senior 10, Padua 7. Huge pass play there to set up the two-yard touchdown run, Aiden, by Marquise Hall. And what is a playoff game without a little bit of fourth quarter drama? 
Well, at this point, I think the Tigers were hoping for a nice little shutout and a win to get out of here, but here we go. Here's the kickoff. Avion's going to return it. He's across the 15. He's up to the 20, and maybe gets up to about the 22-yard line. So it's going to be first and 10, Mansfield Sr. And they're going to try to do something, Aiden, that they have not been able to do tonight. That is drive down the field and put some points on the board and score a touchdown offensively. Yeah, senior quarterback Brock Hill looks to lead his offense here on this drive. Um, and uh, if they were to get in the end zone, they'd almost double their yards for the night. They have 99 total yards of offense to Padua's 189 total yards of offense. It's crazy, and they're leading by three with 10 minutes to play in the ball game. Pistol formation, Hill. The back behind him is Jameer Petty. Two receivers spread out on the far side, one on the near. Miles Bradley's on the near, Lala Owens and Amar Davis on the far side. And I think that's Makai in at tight end as well to block. Here we go. Here's a snap, first and 10. Hill throws near side, that's Miles. And spins, made a man miss. And pushed out of bounds on the far side. Tigers want a late hit out of bounds. No flag. Under 10 minutes to play now. Off the good gain here, about, what, eating six yards on first down? Yeah, and Miles Bradley's ability to shake off a defender is incredible. You don't see that very much with high schoolers. Uh, the 6-1 receiver, senior. Pop told me last week that he did go to Eastern Kentucky for a visit. Second and five will be the call here. Pistol formation, Petty's behind Brock Hill. Two receivers again on the far, one on the near. Here's the snap, high snap. Hill back to pass under pressure, gets it off, throws near side. Miles Bradley, oh, incomplete, just off the fingertips. Overthrown once again. And Aiden, if he catches that, I'm pretty sure Miles outruns that cornerback and he's gone. Yeah, good. Honestly, I don't know if that was overthrown by Hill. It just really was thrown in the only spot that I think Bradley could have made a catch. I mean, just off of his right uh, Right-hand palm. There was a little contact, though, if you saw with the cornerback, number 13, yep. uh, Telfair. So no call there. They're really letting him play tonight. Yeah, not many penalties in this one. Third and four from the 28-yard line. Hill out of the pistol. Petty behind him. Two receivers again on the far. Amar and Lala. I'm sorry, that's Avion in the slot now. They switched. And Miles on the near. Here's the snap. Under pressure. Hill gets it off. Chucks it into the turf. Incomplete. It was intended for Makai Bradley and the Padua side pretty fired up now as they forced another three and out. Yeah, so Brock Hill is going to punt again. Um, hopefully uh, Boomer here. But the defense hasn't really gotten much time. No, they, they haven't. They've kind of been uh, out on the field for most of the night tonight. Yeah, and that's a concern now that you're giving the ball back to Padua who possibly after that touchdown, now have the momentum in this game. That's the last thing you want is to give them an opportunity to take the lead here as Hill gets the punt off. It's a high one. Caught back at the 38. Here comes the return across to the 45. Turns the corner on the far side across midfield, across 45, and finally pushed out of bounds inside of Mansfield's 40-yard line. First and 10 from the 38. Short field coming up for the Bruins. A big return there by Benicio Roman up the uh – Far sideline into Tiger territory. Looks like they are going to mark that ball at the 40-yard line. So he must have stepped out of bounds at the 40. First and 10 at the 40. 9.04 to play. Tigers 7, Bruins, I'm sorry, Tigers 10, Bruins 7. 
Tyler Tusai, the sophomore quarterback. His team trailing by three. He's under center with three. I'm sorry, he's out of the shotgun. No, that's a wildcat. That is Marquise Hall as the quarterback kind of moved to the right side of the line. And the direct snap here results in a sizable gain of about five yards down to the 35-yard line. That's back-to-back -back plays in the Wildcat for the Bruins offense. They scored their touchdown in the Wildcat and ran it on their first play since the touchdown. And it looks like it's still the Wildcat formation with two blockers in front of the shotgun running back. Marquise Hall, he'll get it. He goes to the not on the near side. No holding call. That was obvious. Everyone saw that. They are not calling anything. That was number 88, Freddie Borky. Grab Miles Bradley. And this oh looks my. like there's going to be a flag and thrown. This gonna is going to be on, on the Mansfield sideline. Yeah, side it's going to be on Choke. Sideline warning. Choke is beyond him, himself, and he should be upset. Yeah, this has been terrible. That was clear, clearly holding on the left tackle. And they didn't call it. So it's a first down. 28-yard line. A total of two penalties tonight called on the Bruins, two on the Tigers. Four penalties. Uh, makes you think it's been a clean game, but really hasn't been. Playoffs, you know, I think a lot of crews just let them play at this point. When you get this far into the year, they usually try to swallow the whistle. Here we go. Wildcat again. Marquise has it again. He's going to run far side. He's going to run into the end zone for a Padua touchdown, 28 yards with 7.52 to go, and he runs halfway up the hill on Trimble Road. And if I'm not mistaken, that should be a penalty because that's almost used as a prop. I don't know about that. I know it's a runoff, but that's a little showboating there. But, again, they're not calling anything tonight. So 7.52 to play. It is 13-10 now. Padua takes their first lead of the game. Yeah, big run there out of the Wildcat by Hall. Gives Padua the lead. So Greg Wasel on to attempt the PAT. King to hold. Snap the hold. The kick is up. And it looked like it might have been blocked. No good. Sails to the right, and it keeps it a field goal game. 13-10. to 10. Padua leads. Mansfield Sr. The Bruins have scored 13 unanswered points with 7.52 to play in the ballgame. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Avion Gross, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on gotigers.com. Welcome back to Arlen Field, the Jack Soliday Press Box. Nick Michaels, Eden Chandler on the call. Fourth quarter, and now the Tigers trail 13-10 to to the Padua Bruins. Off a controversial setup uh, holding play, not called on the touchdown run. Following that by Marquise Hall, who now has two touchdowns this evening. 20 carries in the Wildcat, and I believe both in the Wildcat formation now. 127 yards on the ground for Marquise Hayden. Yeah, he's just having himself a game tonight, really carrying the Bruin offense. Um, 
on uh, their back, yes. Oh, for sure. His yes. back is sore tonight. <laughs> Tyler um, Tusai hasn't really done much at all for the Bruins. And I think at uh, this point now for the Tigers, offense is struggling, and they are keying on Miles Bradley. They know that when this offense is struggling that they can count on number two. Well, they have taken number two out of the game. Miles Bradley, Miles has five catches for 37 yards. Yeah, look for uh, a couple shots to Miles Bradley. Maybe maybe take a shot here on first and ten. I was just going to say they need to start using Amar Davis, I think. There's a one-on-one -on -one matchup on the far side. Here we go. Here's Hill. He's going to go deep on the far side, and that is Miles Bradley incomplete, overthrows his man. I think that was just a miscommunication between quarterback and wide receiver. It looked like they did not have the same route in mind. 7.37 to play. Padua 13, Mansfield Senior 10. What a turn of events here in the last four or five minutes. Padua scoring 13 unanswered points. A huge block. Uh, I think Aaron Thornton got a hand on that PAT, but that was huge. Make it a field goal game, yep. It is second and 10. The ball is spotted at the 26-yard line of Mansell Sr. Hill looks back at the sideline. So they're going to have one receiver on the far one on the near, and then they have the two backs in the backfield. Here's the snap, back to pass. Hill goes middle of the field. It's tipped incomplete. There was some uh, frustration here by Miles Bradley talking to his quarterback. You have to hit me. They need to get on the same page here, and they need to get on the same page quick because now it's third and ten. They're trailing 13 to 10. Padua has all the momentum. Yeah, threw into double coverage there. Michael Harrell and Ryan King both in on Bradley there. King has played a great game for them. Yeah, he has broken up two two big uh, potential touchdowns early in the first half. He's really shadow miles all evening long. It is third and 10 from the 26. Hill with the two backs, Ricky on his left hip, Jameer behind him. One receiver is miles spread out on the far hash. Here we go, third and 10. Hill going deep near side to Avion. Incomplete. Number 11 on coverage, Tigers one pass interference. They're not going to get it. They haven't called anything all night, so why start now? It was broken up by number 11, Luke Brickman, the junior. Fourth and 10. So. <laughs> 7.25 to, <laughs> to play in the ball game. 13 to 10, Padua leads. Tigers will punt it back now. Yeah, and just one major point of concern for me is that defense just is not getting that rest they need on no, the sidelines. No, they're gassed. And kicked off the side of his foot, but it gets a friendly roll inside of the 40 and down to about the 35-yard line of Padua. So first and 10 Bruins from their own 35-yard line. You know, this is a huge possession for the Mansfield senior T.Y. Tiger defense. Um, backs against the wall here, down by three, 7-13 left in the fourth quarter. They really got uh, to grind it out here and get a stop. So we'll see 7-13 to play in this one. As Tusai and Marquise Hall trot onto the field. And actually, Tusai's out of the game again. They're going to go Wildcat. Why not? If it ain't yeah. broke, don't fix it. Tigers crowding the line of scrimmage. Hall on the keeper on the Wildcat. Runs up the middle for a small gain, and the penalty marker flies. And the way the, apparently there was a fumble, but they did recover it. The way the Tiger defense is clapping, this I'm this may be on Padua. They seem pretty know. excited. I don't know. I'm gonna wait to see here. 
It is on Padua, personal foul. So it looks like, is that, uh, did they call that on? I think it was on 88. Borky. Yeah, it looked like when they were going to the ground, there was kind of a bit of a scuffle there between a Tiger defender and Borky. Second and 23 coming up here. So this is really where the, the Tigers got, their defense has to turn it on. It looks like two sides back into the game now. Hall on his right hip. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Hall. Goes up the middle. And the Tigers are able to push him out of bounds on the far sideline on second and 22. Very short game. I know they're running backs having, themselves a, having himself a game tonight, but I do not agree with that play call over there on the Padua sideline. Second and 22, and you decide to run a halfback dive. So. I was okay with it. Oh, yeah, we're okay with it. We have a final score. Holy name defeats Norton 28-0. to zero. Yeah, we thought our game was going that I know, that fast. game that one's really over. flew by. So the winner of this one will play holy name next Friday night. Third and 22, this is Third huge, and 22, Nick. yes it is. Shotgun with uh, Hall on his left hip. Three receivers on the near. Here's the snap back to pass under pressure. Throws far side, it's caught. He's not going to get the first down. He's across the 25-yard line. So the Tigers stop him. So Ricky Mills and Lala Owens on the stop for the Tigers. It's fourth down. So the Tigers are going to get the ball back here with uh, 6.25, and uh, the clock is currently rolling. So um, not, not much time. The clock's winding down here. West Holmes is also in a fight for their lives. They're up 21-18 to 18 over Tiffin Columbian in the fourth quarter. So Looks like Knights and Tornadoes in a slugfest. Clyde leads Shelby by a score of 28 to 21 in the third quarter. We got 5.57 to play in this one. Tigers trail by three. So Padua was smart the there. Yep, they, ahead, they let man. their delay of, uh, they let the play clock wind down, took a timeout. Um, but if it does come down where they're trailing and there's not much time on the clock, they only have one timeout left. Now you're asking a tall order for the Tiger offense that has really struggled all evening to produce, drive down the field, and score and win the game. So here we go. We'll see if they can make some adjustments here and get the play calls going. And You know, they've keyed on miles, so they're going to have to rely on Amar Davis. At times they've even thrown Jontae O'Brien in there offensively, and he has a couple of touchdowns on the year on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah, I mean – Look for the Tigers to mix it up here. Um, it's desperation time, so they're going to try and do anything that works. We'll see if they can try to at least get their hand on this punt and block it here. Fourth and 20 is the call coming up. Just don't hit the punter. 25, yes. They already called roughing the punter earlier in this one. And gets it up. It's a high one, not very far, but gets a Padua roll inside of the 40, inside of the 35 and dies around the 32-yard line. I haven't seen too many uh, special teams units in my days of calling high school football celebrating on a roll on a punt. You thought they had scored a touchdown, that one guy, number 32, just kind of jumping up and down, throwing his hands in the air like Rocky. Yeah, they're, they're trying to wave they're the ball with their up, hands. They're fired up, though. Yeah, Coach Polo has this team fired up and ready to play tonight. They're a very uh, fiery bunch. So here we go. Big test for the Tiger offense. We'll see how they deliver. 32-yard punt sets up Brock Hill, Brock Hill and the company.
First and 10, T.Y. 32-yard punt, ball at the 32. Here we go, first and 10, Tigers. Hill, empty backfield, one receiver split out on the far side. Four on the near, Jayante O'Brien is now into the game in the first slot for the Tigers. And also Lala Owens is another guy they could lean on too to make a play. And of course there's always Avion. Here we go, one second on the play clock, just got it off. Hill looks, looks, under pressure, rolls towards the far side now, chucks it to the far sideline, it's caught by the Tigers, made a man miss, Amar across Davis. midfield, and that's Amar Davis, first and 10. Penalty marker, Fly. is that a penalty marker? Looks like it. Maybe a face mask, maybe a hold, it looks like he's calling a, signaling a hold. Oh no, not on the Tigers. Are you kidding me? They're pointing at the Tigers. Oh my goodness. They call a hold on the Tigers. And that was a late flag too. Well, it'll still be enough for a first down. Mm -mm. You're right, but you know, just when you get some momentum going, you get shot in the foot like that. No. If anything, it feels like they lost yards on that, didn't they? No, I'm sorry. Yeah, they, they lined up all the way back at the 35. Now they're going to move it up to the 47. So, Big, big uh, reception there, though, by Amar Davis. Empty backfield for Brock Hill. One receiver spread out on the far, four on the near. First and 10 from the 47-yard line of Mansfield. Tigers down by three, 13 to 10, 5-11 to play. Hill throws middle of the field and complete through the hands of Miles Bradley. Looks Just like uh, number two of the Bruins, Anthony Perry got in there, put Brock Hill uh, on the turf. Just out of the reach of Miles Bradley was that pass. 5.07 to play in the ball game. Tigers trail by three. It's second and ten. They have the ball on their own 47-yard line. Empty backfield again. One receiver on the far, four on the near. You, on the near, uh, Mars on the far. On the near side, you have Giante, Miles, Avion, and Lala. Second and ten. Here we go. Here's the snap. Hills back to pass. Goes deep, far side. Overthrows his man incomplete. That was Amar Davis. And tonight he just hasn't been on the same page, Aiden, with no. his receivers. No, he has not. But then again, I mean, a lot of pressure coming from the defensive line of the Bruins, so he's got to get the ball off quick. So he kind of just hurled it up there, hoping Amar Davis would run under it and get it, but uh, not enough air on that football. Third and ten. Tigers trail by three. 5-0-1 to play in this one. They have the ball close to midfield. They're on 47. Padua 13 and senior high 10. I don't know if it's quite uh, four down territory yet with five minutes left. Three know. timeouts. Let's see if we can get this here first. Third and 10. Hill empty backfield. And timeout Mansell Senior before the play clock was able to expire. 5.01 to play. We'll take a break. Tigers trail by three. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is a medical service providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality of care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419 419 
522-2020. If you want to become a member of the life support team, they're currently hiring EMTs and paramedics. To find out more, give them a call at 419-522-2020. This is Brock Hill, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Welcome back to the Jack Soliday Press Box at Arlen Field. Nick Michaels, Aiden Chandler on the call for the Division Three Region 10 quarterfinal action between Mansfield Senior and Padua in a game where the Tigers led by a score of 10 to zero, but a 13 to zero run for Padua puts them in the lead. Tigers trail 5-0-1 to play. Crowd standing up here now. Third and 10. Yeah, they know this is a huge play for uh, their Tigers. Empty backfield set, one receiver on the far side, four on the near. Here's the snap, early movement. Hill back to pass, under pressure. He rolls towards the near side, extending the play like Russell Wilson. Hill still looking to go deep, he does, near side. Miles Bradley with an incredible catch, are they gonna call it? Are you kidding me? Oh, incomplete. Oh my goodness. I thought Miles made a toe tap on the near side all the way down towards the 30-yard line. And you only had to get one foot in. I don't know, Aiden. I I wish I had replay, but. I, I think I uh, think that was a catch. I thought I he got too. that I thought down. he got two in almost. You're close to it. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I know. The, the officials, you know, I don't know. I'm just going to shut up. I'm just going to shut up. So it's fourth and ten now. It's a huge fourth down for the Tiger offense. Empty backfield, fourth and ten. Ball at the 47-yard line. Tigers trail. Here's the snap. Hill back to pass. Under pressure. Throws far side. It's not going to be enough. And it's caught, but he is short. And it's going to be a turnover on downs. He got to the 45-yard line of Padua. And it was complete to Omar Davis. But, again, it's a turnover on downs. But a controversial call on the near side on the, play, on the play before where it looked like Miles at least had one foot in on a toe tap play diving out of bounds but the official came running in and said incomplete. Yeah I thought I thought Brock Hill was going to run the football there it looked like he had a 5 to 10 yards in front of him and it was only third down he did elect to go down field made a good throw Miles made a good uh, effort to secure the ball but apparently the official said he did not uh, Get a foot in bounds. First and 10, Padua at their own 45-yard line. Tigers, two timeouts remaining. 4.39 to play. They trail by three. Wildcat formation. Here's the snap in the back. He's going to be brought down for a big loss. That's Ricky Mills. And getting the direct snap was not their running back. That was number 12, Benicio Roman, the wide receiver. Yeah, Ricky Mills came into the backfield untouched. Loss of five there. Second and 15, 417 and counting here on the clock. So it is a big loss there on first down. Second and 15, as Aiden mentioned, we're approaching four minutes to play. Yeah, they got the, look, they're going to go to the Wildcat the rest of the game. So here we go. Love out of the gun, or sorry, that's Hall again. He's going to take the snap on the Wildcat. Bounces off a tackler, goes to the far side. Get some of those yards back. He's going to be shy of the 45, and Chucky Bradley calls a timeout at 347 to play. Third and long. It's going to be third and 12. Yep, we'll gain, keep it here. Gain of three there. Um, yeah, Tigers are going to have one timeout left, and 
3.47 on the clock. So this is a big uh, third and 12 coming up. If they get the stop here, you imagine Coach Bradley will take that last timeout if the ball is uh, kept in the field of play. What an emotional game, back and forth. It's been a nail-biter. West Holmes has just scored, so West Holmes now leads 28-18 to 18 with, I don't have a time, but it is a fourth-quarter score for you. And Shelby is locked with Clyde at 28. So here we go. It is third and 12. You did call it. This fourth quarter was going to be a long one. The game has moved fast. I hate when I'm right, though. Fourth, I'm sorry, third and 12 from the 43-yard line of Padua. Here's the snap. Two side, back to pass, under pressure, throws middle of the field. Contact, no call, though. We deserve that one incomplete. It was a good no call by the official. It was very light, and I think it was more mutual. Yeah, I was going to say, I think all that contact was mutual there between Avion Gross and Roderick, Roderick Love. Love. Yep, Roderick So, fourth and 12. And that actually works out for the Tigers. They get to keep a timeout. The clock is stopped, so the offense will get the ball back with probably, I'm guessing, about 3.30 left. So, it is fourth and 12. 3.41 to play. Waisel the punt for the Bruins. I'm surprised Miles and Amar aren't further back with how many times the punts Waisel. have sailed over their head. Waisel kicks it right to the arms of Miles. Miles catches it 25, tries to turn the corner in the near side and avoided one tackler. Another man missed and pushed out of bounds on the near side across the 40-yard line. First and 10, Mansfield Sr. Yeah, that's the first time in a while we haven't seen a punt rolling down into uh, – Tiger territory, so good return there by Bradley. Past the 40, and there's an injured Bruin on the field. Number two, Anthony Perry. We'll take a break with 3.26 to play. Mansfield Senior trails Padua 13 to 10. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. This is Coach Bradley, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger football on GoTigers.com. Tigers got the juice. Welcome back to Arlen Field. Tigers need the juice here as they trail Padua 13-10. 3.26 to play. Nick Michaels, Aiden Chandler on the call from the Jack Soliday press box at Arlen Field. It is regional quarterfinal action. Once again, the winner will advance next Friday night at a neutral location to take on Parma Heights Holy Name. So who, I'm sorry, just defeated um, Norton 28-0 tonight. First and 10 for Hill. Empty backfield, three receivers split out on the far side, one on the near. First and 10 from the 40. Here's the snap, back to pass. Hill aggressively throws middle of the field. And are you kidding me? It's intercepted by the Bruins, number three. Marcus Harrell Jr. on the first play. And you know, it was a tip ball right into the hands of Marcus Harrell Jr. in the middle of the field. 
Tigers with one timeout, and it's looking a little bleak here at Arlen Field. But never give up hope. You never know what can happen. 3-19 to play. Yeah, we saw what happened in the Lexington and Ashland game. Yeah, we did, for sure. Two minutes left in the game. Ashland down by 11, and Ashland found a way to come back. So, Tiger fans, don't give up hope. Nope. 3-19 to play. Padua 13, senior high 10. Bruins get the ball back off the Brock Hill turnover interception. First and 10 from the 40-yard line. Here's the snap. Tussel hands it off to Hall. Hall runs a counter to the right side for a short gain across the 40 up to about the 44. Brought down by Makai Bradley and Elias Owens. Second and six off the four-yard run by Marquise Hall. Marquise Hall tonight, 24 carries, 137 yards, and two touchdowns. Having a nice game. Yeah, he's definitely been the uh, um, start of the game for the Bruins, yeah, without I mean, a doubt. He's got them on the his playmaker. back right now. Yep. We heard that all week, that their tailback was the real deal. Here we go. And one, or one receiver on the far, two on the near. Here's the snap, hands it off again to Hall, who was on the right hip. Running out of bounds on the far sideline as he turns the corner, and he is close. I think he has a first down, and he does. Right at midfield, first and 10, but he runs out of bounds, Aiden. So at least that helps the Tigers out a little bit, but now they need to stop. They need it quick. Yeah, the, another first down for Padua here should essentially seal the deal. You're awful uh, dim over there. Need to be a little positive. We've seen, we've seen stranger things, though. Yeah, you never we know. have. In this game, we really have. A lot of no calls from the crew as well tonight. That's going to be talked about all week. Here we go. First and 10 at midfield. Hands it off to Hall. The Tigers are there, and they stop him for a loss. He's going to lose one yard back to, back to Padua territory at the 49-yard line. And the clock continues to run. Tigers have one timeout remaining. Yeah, nice job there by Ricky Mills to get in the backfield. And bring down Hall. And Padua's just going to run this clock down as much as possible. We're approaching two minutes now with about 16 to on the play clock. Hall and, and sophomore quarterback Tyler Tusai out of the shotgun. Hall on his right hip. One receiver on the near, two on the far. Here's the snap. Hands it off to Hall up the middle. He's across midfield. And it's going to be... Third down coming up, and timeout, Mansell Senior, they'll, they'll use their final timeout. We'll keep it here. Yeah, so uh, the Bruin offense is facing a third and eight coming up here. Um, they're going to, I would imagine, run the ball, or uh, they, they, they got to they gotta keep the clock moving. Um, that, is, that is the uh, plan here for their offense. The Tiger defense is going to try and shove, if it's an outside run, they're going to try and shove them out of bounds. Or if it's a pass, they're going to try and break down the pass. Right, right. We do have a final score for you, just going final. Wild game, West Holmes survives 28-25 to over Tiffin Columbia. 143 to play in this one, as Aiden mentioned here. This is a big third down here. Again. You know, you just got to stack that box, right? You, they, they have to run it, right? I mean, yeah. you can't pass it here and risk the incompletion. So. But you just got to respect the athleticism of number four. He's had such a great game tonight. 
Absolutely, and two. only a sophomore. They're going to have him oh, for two more years. And their years. quarterback's only a sophomore. They have a couple freshmen starting. Here we go. Here's the handoff to Hall up the middle, and they have stopped him for fourth down. He got about maybe two yards down to the 46-yard line. So now they'll run this clock down under a minute and pin the Tigers deep, or try to pin them deep. Yeah, so the Tigers are going to have to go about around 80 yards down oh. to the end zone in less than a minute. So don't go anywhere, folks. The Tigers are going to get the ball back here. They trail 13-10 to 10 with one 10 and counting as it's going to go under a minute here. And Pata was all the way on the far side, so I believe they're going to run this down and call their timeout here. Now their coach standing right by the official. That is exactly what they're going to do. Yep. So 54 seconds and counting in this one. And they'll stop it with 52 seconds remaining. We'll take one more break. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. Winter is just around the corner, and pretty soon the snow will be falling. Thankfully, Hills Landscaping can take care of your snow removal needs. Call 419-689-4346. They also specialize in leaf removal, flower beds, and more. Veteran-owned and operated. Again, that's Hills Landscaping, 419-689-4346. This is Brock Hill, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. The Tigers are trailing by three. They will have another opportunity to come back and win this game. 52 seconds remain. Nick Michaels and Aiden Chandler on the call from the Jack Holiday Press Box at Arlen Field, week number 12 of the high school football season. And now Greg Hazel on to Wasel, excuse me, on to punt. And here we go. Here's the snap. Line drive punt. Gets a paddle roll right into the arms of a Tiger player. That's Miles Bradley. And I don't know if that was a horse collar. I think he got him by the side of the jersey. Spins him down inside of the 15, so it's going to be marked at what, the 12? That's what a 13 it looks like, and typically for horse collars, it's when you grab him in the back, like you yeah, said. Yeah, I think it was like and, right here. And, yeah. and pull him backwards to tackle him. Yeah. So. And they, it was a side approach, so 42 seconds remain. No timeouts for the Tigers or for Padua, for that matter. They'll have to go 87 yards in 42 seconds. Oh. Yes, as John Davis mentioned, they only need a field goal. Only need a field goal, yes. But a touchdown would be better. Here we go, 42 seconds remain. It's 13 to 10, Padua over Mansfield Senior. Brock Hill, empty backfield, one receiver on the far, and three on the near. Wouldn't be surprised to see him take a shot here. Eh, could, you don't want to throw an interception like he did on the first play though, on the last drive. Here we go, Hill, looks towards the right. Now he's gonna try to scramble, throws it into the stands. Incomplete. 34 seconds remain. Look downfield, just I didn't have anything. aiming for us there for a second. My penalty marker is down. Intentional grounding. Loss of down for the Tigers. Of course it's a loss of down, but uh, let's see here. Let's see where they spot this. With half a distance to the goal penalty. So come down to the six. It's just been one of those nights that can't catch a break offensively or from the officiating crew, but it was a good call. Yeah, the he right call. He was in the pocket, yep. Yep, not outside the uh, tackle box. Well, and actually that doesn't even matter in high school because there is no rule in high school, right? Yeah, just there's no, no tackle no box receiver in high school. In, yes. No receiver in the area. Well, no, but eh, that's okay. Here we go. First down again. No, sorry, I'm sorry. Second down and long. 
and they're going to do a screen play towards the near side. And that was caught. Who is that? Amar Davis. The clock continues to roll, though, as he caught it inbounds at the eight-yard line, 19 seconds and counting. They have to go quick here. And that's been a problem for the Tigers this year. They don't really go pretty quick. So here we go. Here's Hill, 12 seconds to play. Hill now, sideline. Amar Davis gets out of bounds. Fourth Just down across coming the up. 10. Yep, fourth down. This could be the final play of the game. Eight seconds remain, and the Parma Padua Franciscan Bruins are eight seconds away from pulling a huge upset and moving on to face Holy Name. The Tigers may need a miracle. And they've definitely got their playmakers in for this one. Yep, Jayante O'Brien, Lala Owens, Miles Bradley, Avion Gross, and Amar Davis. Empty backfield set on the five wide, four on the near, on the far, excuse me, one on the near. Fourth and 12 from the 12. Hill gets it off. Here's the snap. Back to pass. Under pressure, rolls. No, rolls to the right side, avoiding the sack. And now he's going to throw into the turf incomplete. And the time has expired. And the Padua Franciscan Bruins have upset the Mansfield Senior High T.Y. Tigers. Final score of tonight's game, Padua 13, Mansfield 10. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll have the postgame show. You're listening to Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. VSBNRadio.com is your home for live scores, updated standings, and archived broadcasts in case you miss even one single second of the action. For exclusive content from the game, like us on Facebook at VSBN Radio. And while you're at it, follow us at VSBN Radio on Twitter and Instagram. Varsity Sports Broadcasting Network, your source for sports in North Central Ohio. Online at VSBNRadio.com. Hey, this is Nick Michaels. Check out my weekly podcast, Trash Talk, on vsbnradio.com, featuring area athletes and coaches, local sports updates, and more. Available now where you listen to your podcasts. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is a medical service providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality of care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, they're currently hiring EMTs and paramedics. To find out more, give them a call at 419-522-2020. RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents. Roby Foster Miller Eric, RFME, can trace its beginnings back to 1872. And as a group, their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Aaron Wade, and you're listening to the radio home of Tiger Football on GoTigers.com. 
a heartbreaker here at Arlen Field tonight. Mansell Senior was up 10-0, and they end up losing and finishing their season as they'll finish the year with nine wins and three losses here for the final time for the seniors. And uh, Coach Bradley now talking to the gang in the uh, far end zone on the left side. And 13-10, uh, to 10, Nick Michaels, Aiden Chandler. Let's kind of recap this game while well, Aiden – you know, it was just kind of a rough night for the offense. They never could get anything going, and they couldn't finish in the red zone tonight. Yeah, what was it, two red zone opportunities? Um, no touchdowns. Yeah. No touchdowns, um, only 140 yards of total offense for the Tigers. The only touchdown of the night for the Tigers came on that blocked field goal uh, returned by Malachi Mays for 66 <laughs> yards. Final stats of tonight's game brought to you by Ben May and Mr. John Davis. And here we go. Total plays, 59 for Padua, 54 for the Tigers, 12 first downs for Padua to 6 for Mansfield. Rushing the football tonight, 36 rushes for Padua for 108 yards. That can't be right because Hall has 147, so we'll check on that. Tigers ran it 18 times for 26 yards. Brock Hill, had he was the leading rusher for the Tigers, 11 rushes for 16 yards. Not a good night running the ball for the Tigers. The leading rusher for Padua, though, the start of the game for the Bruins was Marquise Hall, the sophomore running back, 28 carries, 147 yards, and two touchdowns. Longest run of the night was 28 yards. Total yard, or passing, excuse me, is 12 of, uh, 12 of 23 for 138 yards and two interceptions for Tyler uh, Tusi the sophomore quarterback for Coach Polo. And then for the Tigers tonight, Brock Hill was 15 of 36, 114 yards and two interceptions, no touchdowns. The leading receiver tonight ended up being Miles Bradley in his final game as a T.Y. Tiger. He had six catches for 42 yards. And the leading receiver for the Bruins was Roderick Love, had five catches for 47 yards. Let's go to penalties, three for 30 for Padua. Tigers had four penalties for 33 yards. Time of possession, 26 minutes for the Bruins and 21 for the Tigers. Total yards in tonight's contest, 246 for the Bruins, only 140 for the Tigers. Scoring plays, Sean Putt had a 32-yard field goal in the second quarter with 445 to play, made it 3-0 Mansfield Senior. And then on the final play of the first half, it was Samir Phillips blocking a field goal attempt by the Bruins, and Malachi Mays took it 66 yards for the score. Tigers were up 10-0 to at halftime, and then it was Marquise Hall with a two-yard touchdown run in the fourth quarter with 10-17 to play, made it 10-7, Mansfield. And then Marquise Hall put the Tigers, or I'm sorry, put the Bruins up for good with 7.52 to play, 13-10, leading to our final score. Aiden, tonight the Wildcat uh, was the deciding factor for the Bruins. That's what really burned the Tigers. Yeah, they both touchdowns they scored came in the Wildcat formation. But, I mean, other than that, I mean, besides those two touchdowns, you really got to uh, give a hand to the Tiger defense. They really played their hearts out tonight. They really did. They were phenomenal. I mean, you know, they forcing, oh, yeah, three turnovers for the Bruins and two for the Tigers. So they forced three turnovers tonight. Jontae O'Brien with another interception. The future is bright for uh, some of the stars coming back, as in uh, Jontae O'Brien, Amar Davis, Ricky Mills is back. You know, you obviously lose stars like Miles Bradley, Malachi Mays. Um, Makai Bradley is back also, but you also lose Brock Hill, the quarterback. 
and Avion Gross as he goes to Division One to play college football at the University of Charlotte. So congrats to the seniors on a fantastic career. It's a heartbreaker here at Ireland Field, but final thoughts, Aiden? Um, you know, just just uh, you look at our keys to the game that uh, we set before before we started, and we talked about the turnover batter, battle. We talked about the defense, um, and we talked about the offense. Uh, Miles Bradley was kind of quiet tonight just because uh, some of the passes thrown his way were a little overthrown, just a little miscommunication between him and uh, Brock. Uh, the defense played well, just really that offense couldn't get going. But the nice thing for the Tigers next year is returning guys like Amar Davis, Giante O'Brien, who have been uh, have that varsity experience and um, have been able to be taken under the wing of Miles Bradley and Avion Gross. So they will have those leadership um, qualities next year. So the Padua Franciscan uh, Bruins will travel will be on the road next week in a location to be determined as they take on Parma Heights Holy Name in the regional semi uh, regional semifinals next week. The Tigers they bow out of the tournament and uh, it was a fantastic season, a lot of thrills and we appreciate uh, everyone uh, every one of you listeners for listening this season. I would like to thank uh, everyone at Mansfield Senior for their hospitality also this season for having us every game. And I want to thank a huge thank you to Mr. John Davis and Mr. Ben May for all that they do for us here at VSBN Radio, helping us out with spotting, a little comic relief from Mr. J.D., of course, but we wouldn't expect anything less. And then, of course, also with the statistics. I couldn't do it without him, so thank you to John and Ben. Thank you for listening, and, of course, I have to say, the executive producer, I always say this every broadcast, of VSPN Radio is Corey Durbin. For Aiden Chandler, I'm Nick Michaels. We'll talk to you next season. Good night from Arlen Field.